This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I am Fusion X. Today we've got Zanidra, we've got Aldino, and I'm turning to the show once again. We've got Anonymous. Uh, Rook was unable to join us today, um, so as I'm sure many of you know by now, um, she streams on her, her personal channel through the week, um, and I learned a, a horrible truth, um, that she yeah. pronounces it Jif, and oh, no. so uh, I just said, you know, I don't think we're going to be able to do this today, um, so uh, she's actually you traveling, yeah, <laughs> so, so we invite, I mean, we like you, do, what, do, wow. how do you, yeah, but I, are, are you I, a Jiffer? Uh, I am. I wasn't right. to be. Thanks for I coming, everybody. Be- we'll see you next week. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I wasn't to begin with, but I could fill an entire show about why I changed my mind. Hmm. Well, stay tuned, everyone. We'll have that show. Everybody else is gone next week. Maybe that's what <laughs> we do to fill the-, <laughs> that'll be the That'll be the show. <laughs> oh thank goodness i'm going nothing there. to do with final fantasy we're just going to talk about gif and jif that he tried to convince you your ha was good <laughs> now he's gonna try to convince you to say jeff i'm scared because oh, you, you, we go you, again. you you got me a little bit with the your ha stuff i don't know if, if everything i've known is a lie um <laughs> just uh just uh cut in there there will be uh a couple of us go on next week because we are going to a convention in Texas called OniCon. That's me and Rook and Aldino will be there. Um, I'm going to be there in a mascot and I guess cosplay capacity. Rook's mm-hmm. going to be there in uh, like streamer guest capacity. And Charles is just going to hang out. But the three of us <laughs> will probably be doing a panel or related to Final Fantasy XIV. Go figure. So if you happen to be in the area or we're already going, come see us. Yeah, we will uh, make sure to uh, tweet that out um, mm-hmm. once we get the uh, the confirmation on all that stuff. So yeah, if you're gonna be down there, go and check that out. Um, so yeah, it's just gonna be me. It's just I'm gonna one man show it. I'm just gonna be <laughs> staring into the camera and just be like, "What's up? How are you? <laughs> Listening? Yeah. Can't hear you. <laughs> it's pronounced skiff. All right. Um, so." Uh, we're going to run through some news here quick. Um, we are less than a month out from Endwalker. Can you believe that? Less than a month. Why not now? So yeah, <laughs> so soon. I've been trying. Really Why do good. I still have dots? I've been trying so good to like not hype myself up because I'm just going to be like, I want to fight now. Like I just, it's going to be okay. We'll just, we'll just wait. Just be hype. Screw be it. Okay. Be excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is this is why when we do our mic test, I was like, and this is what I'm excited because it that's going to be at least seventy five percent of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as it should be. <laughs> We've got the date for the next letter from the producer live. That's going to be November fifth at seven p.m. Pacific. Um, again, that's going to be talking about crafting, gathering, some system related stuff, and uh, the new PvP. Um, so obviously, then. To no one's surprise, November 6th will be us talking about the live letter. So look forward to that. Um, the Dragon Quest X collab event is back. 
Um, so if you didn't get that the first time around, you have until November 11th to get those items. Um, it's the slime hat, the little brick guy minion, and the really weird uh, helmet thing. I forget what it's called. <laughs> I don't. I don't Dragon Quest. I apologize. That's the name. It's uh, a really weird helmet thing. I Dragon Quest. Really and I'm not going to correct it. Okay, that's fine. Really weird helmet thing. Um, <laughs> also, I'm <It's> sure. Jiggly. <laughs> yeah, the slime thing is jiggly. If you like, if you like jiggle physics, get this hat. You will not be disappointed. Um, Also, I'm sure, as everybody is aware, uh, some people are already done. Some people were done day one. Uh, The Moogle Treasure Trove is now live up until 6.0. You can get the Inferno Jacket this time around for 100 irregular tomes, as well as some other stuff. I think the uh, PvP hairstyle is in there as well. So if you want any of that stuff, now is the time to do that. Um, And with that... That is going to take us into our main topic of discussion today, which is the top 10 questions that we want answered in Endwalker. So we've been hearing for a while now, Endwalker is going to answer all these questions that we've had for years and years and years. So we're like, okay, I like this, but which questions do we really want those answers to? And so all uh, of them, all of them. (laughs) <laughs> it's hard to make this list, and you know, is the order correct? Are the questions on it correct? I don't know. You guys judge us, maybe not too harshly, please. <laughs> there was when a lot we of say we, when we say we, we mean we. Like this is a compiled list, so I'm not even sure if like did my question about Morris even get on here? No, and no. And, so well, like this so, is clearly not the ten questions so I will, want answered in the right. Walker list. And and we will have right. We will talk about other questions right after the okay. the, the top ten mm-hmm. right. Uh, but it was funny. I was looking through this. I'm like, who the hell is Morris? So you can tell us who Morris <laughs> is later and why we need oh, wow. to know what happened to him. Um. <laughs> so, uh, number ten here, um, and this is a question that uh, we probably wouldn't have even been asking. Um, if it weren't for the recently released short stories that we had. Um, and that question is, where is Lauren's? Uh, we know from Meryl Webb's story, uh, her father's daughter, it talks to us a little bit about um, her first mate and gunner on Meryl Webb's vessel, The Lively. He was there when he kind of officiated the duel uh, where she killed her father with the gun death penalty. Um, and then it's just like, yeah, and he, he was around. And then after the calamity, he wasn't. So like, where is he? And it seems really weird to mention that. Um, but then you consider, you know, recently we've delved into, you know, some, some Limson pirate politics a little bit, right. Mm -hmm. In, in, in one of the previous patches here. So is Lauren's going to show up? Is he going to be part of this 6.1 arc that we're going to get? Who knows? But that's question 10. Where is this man that we didn't know existed until a couple months ago. So <laughs> when I read that question, my question is, shouldn't this say who is Lawrence? Why is Lawrence? Why is Lawrence? <laughs> That's where my brain went. I'm like, <laughs> um, number nine, a similar, similar in, in its phrasing. Where the hell is Hildebrand? All right. Yeah. This one, I, I'll let you have. First of all, I know who that is. Second of all, I know how much you love him. So much, so much. And third of all, there's probably a handful of people who are like, but where he went into a portal, where he go? Right? So the end of the, the, the Shadow... Uh, no, no, he wasn't in Shadowbringers. Well, he kind of was. I mean, he was. He kind of was. Uh, Somewhat. The end of his last like quest arc, right, in Stormblood, he basically went into a portal. And all of us are like, oh, that's how he's going to show up on the first. And then he'll be in Shadowbringers. And then Shadowbringers released, and he's nowhere to be found. 
nowhere. And then we get the Heroes Gauntlet dungeon. And on occasion, he's just kind of like over on the side. He's like, what's up? I'm Hildebrand. Remember me? So and here's my like, theory. Okay. Here's my theory. You ready? He's going to be the one that brings Reen to the source. Because he's, has, he has portal powers. <laughs> he, just, he just has them now. Now he yeah. knows how to he's, how to use it. Something's dumb's gonna happen. He's gonna show up, and Reen's gonna like just walk out behind him, like, "Sorry, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here now." Are you saying it's gonna be like an Avengers Assemble moment with the sling ring yeah. portals? Oh my just god! Brand? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want that so much now. <laughs> Reen, you just we're, thinking... you, we're just like the the final ultimate battle, <laughs> and you just hear like broken up Link Pearl like from the Praetorium. You just hear Sid go, on your left, and then like all these <laughs> portals start opening up. Why did I yeah. do this? To be more is, specific, it is it is Gilgamesh, not Hildebrand. Yeah, Gilgamesh. Right. Is the is the suspicion here that they were planning to have Hildebrand on the first and that like when, you know, all the COVID precautions mm. went in and everything got weird and all the timeline got scrunched up, they were like, Well, I mean, if if something we don't have time for has to be something we don't have time for, probably Hildebrand. So he's gonna step like back out of the portal, back into the source, and they're just gonna be like, never mind. Yeah, I mm. don't know. It's it's one of those things, right? Like it's nice to have breadcrumbs, like, you know, you leave yourself a little opening. And then if, if you have the time to utilize it or if you're planning to right. utilize it, you can. Or mm -hmm. otherwise, you can just sit on it forever. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting if the next Hildebrand quest did take place on the first, considering like that we're moving away from it in a way. It would be yeah. weird for be like, why would we ever go back? Oh, Hildebrand's over there. Okay. Like, it would like, be, yeah. It'd be interesting if he somehow makes it to the Crystarium and he derps his way into the Void quest. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Um, I don't know that they should, although that's a that's an interesting idea. I don't, I can't Maybe remember. Maybe he's already there. We don't know where that portal went. I think I right. think these these void quests are too good to yeah. to, to, to quote <laughs> go full Hildebrand. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's the direction I would prefer to see it take. Um, but yeah, like he's got to he's got to show up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, because my question is, you know, heroes gauntlet. We're getting into spoilers. You knew there was going to be spoilers. I'm sorry. You're watching it. You know, at the end of that, this is during 5.3. People are being summoned by Elidibus in the way that they're being summoned. Um, what does that mean for Hildebrand? He stepped through a portal, but mm -hmm. he got summoned like everybody else did. Was that that's... the that couldn't have been the moment of summoning, right? I mean, that's another really great question. I think it would be really cool to also like examine like potential after effects of that yes event, right um so i think there's there's some cool stuff that they could do with that just to make fusion even happier let's add another uh marvel comparison so <laughs> it's like loki and thor going through the the teleporter back up to asgard and they get pulled out of that stream and thrown to sikar and that's where he was that's that's how he got pulled out <laughs> I'm now i'm imagining hildebrand fighting in like these big coliseum matches just running around yeah there you go yeah, I oh, can yeah. see it. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. There are no breadcrumbs to follow, and that's the uh, annoying part. Or am I wrong? Like all he says is, like he doesn't even say anything when he pops up. He's just kind of groggy, right? Oh, gosh, I forget. I've only he, seen it twice, so he, yeah, he's got some bubble text. I forget what it is. Where am I? Who am I? Is all I remember. Yeah. That could be. I, I don't remember. Brand not remembering but... who he is. Right. <laughs> it's a, a quest to discover himself. 
Um, oh, that would be great. <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. Number nine, where is Hildebrand? Um, number eight, moving right along here. Who created Omega? Mm. We've known That's for a the while. That's juicy one. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So juicy. Um, look, we know, we know there was some kind of weird war. People made Omega to fight Midgard Swarmer. Literally flew, like, across the stars to, like, chase Midgard Swarmer to the source. Like, what is this all about? <laughs> who, who made Omega? Why are they fighting? Um... Yeah, I, I would love to, to get I feel like on this. That's one of the times that they haven't even tried to like make it seem organically like the real world a little bit. Because I mean, mm -hmm. like they can barely understand the concept of a planet, most of the people on Heidelin. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the main scenario is like, you are not alone in the galaxy. Anyway, <laughs> like so <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we just let that go is is wild to me and it just it feels like one of those like oh when we're desperate for an expansion we'll we'll reach into that. Yeah. It would be interesting. I, you know, I I think it could be interesting for an expansion, but um you know, and we talk about, you know, breadcrumb trails or or threads or mm -hmm. right. Um we're going to at least get a little something with Omega um for Endwalker because if you look at that benchmark, there's Omega's there. Um, mm. He looks a little doesn't different. Doesn't mean anything. Oh, totally. But, Why would they have I, a random new hope, model but... of Omega yeah. in the benchmark if that wasn't a new asset Bunsies, they made for the expansion? I, I haven't even been thinking about that. Like, I, I took one look at it and I went, "Why is Omega here?" <laughs> and then, like, my brain went off in a million directions about, like, you know, is there some branch of time where it didn't get defeated? Is it coming into ours? And then my mind was just like, "Shut up." Maybe it's just the Garlean Omega Mark right. II. Like, it could right. be nothing. It could be a Magitech. It could be some Fan Daniel thing. Like, we don't know. L Lunar Omega? Yeah, Lunar <laughs> Omega. Oh. Jesus. No. I kind of like that. Is that uh, bad? I, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it would it would be interesting. It would be making a primal of something that isn't a primal that, that we could understand of. Omega is a machine of some sort of technology that's so advanced to be magic to us can you turn that into a primal you could turn any idea into a primal i would guess Probably. right i mean like it depends on what would be summoned as kind of the the essence mm -hmm. core of it um and that would be the big question i'd have but if they can answer that they, i mean there are no rules with primals whatever the writing right. team wants to do that's the new rule you know like and that sometimes that leaves open doors. Like maybe I'm sitting here wondering how the Talafroi haven't overrun the entire planet with their magic lunar Eureka weapons. But right. like, so it is whatever the plot needs to be kind of sometimes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you guys remember my theory last time about how the dragons are from Asgard. So does that mean Omega was made by frost giants? Yes. Sure. Definitely. Now, why, why not? I. Does it mean I get to meet Loki? Maybe. I sure. hope so. But yes? which which variant though? <laughs> oh boy. All of them doesn't matter. It's Tom Hiddleston again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, Whichever but, one gets us him. But now we know that Alligator Loki exists. Yeah, I was gonna say Alligator. Alligators versus. It could dragons. be the minion. Uh... That could be the minion that you get. That's fine. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. It is it is so weird to think of. Chris says that it could be dwarves, not the frost giants. <laughs> yeah, you there know, you it could be dwarves. That's that's a very good point. I mean, it's it just so cho- weird. Shows up, of... comes online, just goes tally ho, and like just obliterates <laughs> everybody. No. <laughs> hey, that's making near more impactful to the rest of the story. You know, no. it's good. I... <laughs> oh boy, but who the heck knows? Like, I, I don't, I don't know that. Do you even think that they would approach that with the end with Endwalker, right? Even in six point one, do you think that that would be where they go? Do you think they're ready for interplanetary, intergalactic stuff so so quickly? I th- I think at some point, and we'll we'll get to this eventually. Don't, sure, you know, yeah. The, the yeah. question, right? Oh yeah. Um, we're we gotta get more info on Midgard Stormer. Uh, uh, yes. Obviously, we're getting Vitra with Astinian. We're gonna get more info on the first brood. I think it it makes sense to, at the very least, give us one kind of flashbacky cutscene that talks about Omega and its creators and what that was all about. Um, <clears throat> Whether or not that you know how you know how much they give us, or, or if they give us more than that, um, yeah. I mean, that's the question. I mean, the, the big question, right? Um, which which isn't on the list is what the hell is the six point one arc going to be, um, right? Because that's technically not Endwalker. That's after Endwalker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's so many possibilities, and we've we've talked about this before, and we might even get into it later today. But um, there's a lot of of threads um, mm-hmm. that they have in the story right now that they, we could easily just say, okay, well, here we go. We could go here, 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 or here. We could go over here. Like there's so many options um, for the story. So. Okay. Did we do it? Did we do it? <laughs> I think we did. I, I mean, you could speculate about, especially this one for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause what is the greater cosmology? Let's let we'll get back into it. There's more questions. I mean, I, I you know we did ask Koji that. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was last last fan fest. You know how how far does that split go between mm-hmm. the stars? Is it is it all you know it's all all of everything? Is it just planets? Like what is that? And maybe maybe that's something that they will address with Endwalker when they you know start talking about some of the stuff. Uh, all right, moving up the list. Number seven, what is going on with the 13th? Um, we had some amazing quests um, at the end of Shadowbringers with the Void Quest series. Uh, we send a Porksy into the 13th to do some recon, get some data for us. Maybe we could save it. Let's try and save the 13th. We saved the, the, the light planet. Let's go save the dark planet. I mean, yeah, it's maybe a little little far gone, but maybe we could, maybe we can fix it. Um, so yeah, currently if, we're just... uh, if, <laughs> if the Amaro uh, mount isn't enough to make you want to level uh, multiple jobs, then just doing these void quests, just one of each type, one of each type, just more little jobs. That's all you got. They're so good. They're so good. <laughs> or you good. could look at YouTube, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I did that, uh, but I'm still going to do it. Like, I want to see it with my own eyes. You know, I want my character to go through it just because. I don't know. I was just not expecting it at all, right? Not expecting to touch anything about the 13th, the Void. I don't know why, but as it, it came up, it was just like, I hope we go there next. What what about you guys? Do you think 
is the void the next place you want to go or so do you want to see something else first i i would love to go to the void i think my my biggest um i don't know, concern or, or question about that though is um the way that they gated this these quests in the first place kind of restricts it a little bit in in who can get you know to experience that story um and so i'm really like it would be weird if they were like yeah and then this is the entire new like 6.1 arc is the void in the 13th but it's like but in order to like start it you need to level one of each role to level 80 do these like i don't know about that um it's it's that's kind of odd and it's you know and we've talked about this before too um even if it's not the new arc just having such a really rich lore focused quest behind that kind of a, a requirement um for lack of a better term sucks um <laughs> and so it would be nice if they made it open but, but you it's, tell it's us that, how you really feel right it's that 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 thing of like okay you need to give people incentive but also like don't hide the good shit right you know so um so it that's what makes my me wonder if they'll do it like crystal tower like before you didn't really have to do crystal tower it was worthwhile to do crystal tower sure. it taught you some really cool things about the storyline and then as the storyline progressed they were like oh wow people really need to know what the hell's going on this is required now but yeah. then they made it easier to do also right i don't think we've ever seen a complete like retroactive removal of all the prerequisites but if there's any if there's a place to do it it's i think void quests for me Sure. Like after you get after Inwalker starts after we start 6.0 or 6.1, just remove that requirement so you can just go do all the quests. But then I don't know that you can. Maybe they would just do it for the the void quests themselves. But yeah, you run into a really big issue compared to Crystal Tower because yeah. it's like it's another, it's, it's, it also forks off of the role quest too. Like so, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, like all these characters are introduced in that, and then you get this, and so it's like. You know, if you you level the jobs and you get access to it, it's really great. Like it's a really great storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, then making something bigger from that, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's all uh, about trying to figure are... out the scale of where you even go from there. Like, you know, we've got these quests. There is positive reception or like a response to them, but like. Like you said, there are a lot of requirements to them and they tie into those requirements. So like I see a lot of speculation that it would go as far as that one day we're going to go to the void. We're going to try to fix the void. And I'm already stuck back on would Square Enix ever really give up that plot device mm-hmm. ever? Like how much of the game is fighting void Zen? you know? So yeah. like how big can those quests get? What could they untether it to? What could they tether it to? I have no idea where that whole scenario is going or what's up with the 13th at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's there's definitely a reason to to go back. I mean, you know, you look at the parallels between, um, you know, mm-hmm. the first, the 13th, and then you look at, uh, you know, the idea of maybe the rejoining or, you know, Heidelin Zodiac. There's definitely reason to go there. Um, you know, I mean, ever since, you know, that end of, of, of six point or, where you basically just like throw up light ether right you're just like i'm like send me over to the 13th let me do that over there and see what happens i've always wondered that um and so yeah it would be it'd be interesting to see them um go back to the 13th and explain you know kind of you know all of that i'm just imagining 
Uh, I was just going to say, it was just a stupid zany image that I had. You know, I'm just imagining Urian Jay like carrying a Lalafell Warrior of Light, like uh, Adam West Batman with the bomb and just trying to get it to the uh, portal. Just like, oh, God, throw up in the portal. Sorry, I just that just came to no, my head good. and I had to say it. Sorry. If anybody out there is great with animations and GIFs, there you go. Well, mm-hmm. just, there you go. Just, just send it to us. We want to see it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Sonic Donut in chat pointed out eventually as the game goes on there will be jobs that just start at the correct level and then you just have to do the quests right yeah that's true I mean <laughs> you're not wrong if they keep adding adding jobs yeah eventually you just grab one and it'll be 80 yeah. wow that is funny I didn't yeah that's a that's a that's a really good point mm. that's great and I guess boosts would make you do the role quests at that point right mm. would they would they not yeah <clears throat> Huh. That's that's an interesting or at, at least uh well no, because you had to finish them for yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would it would, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Never thought about that. But anyway. <laughs> there you go. But you would yeah. miss out on the yeah. wonderful time that hanging out with Giot is. That's true. That's very true. That's fair. Good character. It's it's I a, love them. it's such a great series of quests. It really is. Um now, some are better than others. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, but but, but you you get to you know you get introduced to this cast of characters, and then you do a little bit more, and then it brings in some other stuff. It just it 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 worked really well. Um, mm-hmm. So if you haven't done them and you're looking for stuff to do before Endwalker drops, go do that stuff. It's really good. <laughs> it, it's worth your time. Um, I think and there's so many new people now. It's so easy to get a party to level uh anything else we want to say about the 13th or the void i mean we could talk about what actually has happened to it at this point sure yeah actually i mean we the kind of history of the 13th um and boy i don't know why i started talking because i don't want to explain it because i don't know (laughs) about it but please (laughs) as i uh invariably uh put my foot in my mouth please uh I don't know. From foot and mouth to moose under bus. This isn't even on the. This isn't even on the note there. I know, I right? Right. I didn't study this. Um, I, I don't know. What are we? What are we talking about? Like full history? Ah, like a quick overview. Can be truncated. Give, yeah. us, give us the. Give us the TLDR on the void. Ah. The TLDR on the void is that it was one of the early attempts to usher in a rejoining. It did not go according to plan. There was way too much, uh, let's just call it darkness for the sake Mm -hmm. of, you know, whatever plan they were doing, it ushered in a flood of darkness. Uh, It wiped out everything that was there, destroyed almost all of the ether that was there, as far as we know. Like, that part is a little weird after the Sin Eaters. We might come back to it and learn that there's, you know, a little bit of ether left, a little bit of land left. We don't know. Um... For years, we thought there was nothing there, that it was a, a literal void, void full of essences of the stuff that lived there. But anyway, what we've been told is that the void scent lack any form of life or death, that they are soulless, aetherless uh, essences that consume each other and want to break into the source so they can guzzle down a whole bunch of ether here and re-manifest their physical forms and just keep eating, 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 destroying, destroying, destroying. And... Uh, in the Mahashi storyline, we did eventually see that they can kind of consume each other to power themselves up too. 
So mm -hmm. like there's this whole voidal hierarchy of, of powerful beings and the more powerful they are, the harder it is for them to cross the boundary. Right. It's did kind I, of, did I, uh, did I miss anything? It, no, it, I think that that's it a reminds great... me too. Yeah. Um, one of the, the millions of questions we've asked Koji over the years, right? It's always like, when will X and Y come back? We, we, I remember mm -hmm. asking about Atomos like years ago and he's like, oh yeah, totally going to happen. Hmm. Never happened. Yeah, we thought those. Well, I mean, hold on. When <laughs> it's not dead. Between wait, did you ask him before or after Labyrinth of the Ancient? That was right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, have to it? look at this now. I'm gonna have to. No, to... even if even <laughs> even if you did ask him after Labyrinth of the Ancients, because like if if this was the first fan fest, at the first fan fest is when we got like the 2.4 trailer. So this technically, might, he did come back. He this did come might back have been yeah. later. I don't know, but with all the stuff that we learned from Shadowbringers about light and stasis and dark and activity and once again that's a gross kind of simplification that <laughs> sort of you know the void is always active they're always eating each other there's always the scramble you know chaos is a ladder that sort of idea i'd love for them to go back with that that knowledge um and mm -hmm. us having to navigate that sort of thing i also would love if they touched on you know the warriors of light there and how they failed we know why technically why mm -hmm. But I want to know how. I want to see it. I want to role play as them. That'd be cool, right? Ah, uh, but that that's be, what I want to see. That would be part of it I left out of the history. I guess is that we've since oh, learned sure. that Elidibus has like airlifted out at least two of the people who were on on Hydaelyn's side there, and we have no idea if he airlifted anything else out of there mm -hmm, at right. the end. Look for yeah. people with purple eyes. I keep. <laughs> I keep joking around that like that. Just claim that's Sabiq. Like claim that's yep. the shard of Zodiac from the 13th. You've solved like 10 problems with that. <laughs> uh, so I've got the quote here. Um, uh -huh. So for people that don't know, um, it's almost, yes, is in the Labyrinth of the Ancients, but also showed up in 1.0, um, would occasionally mm -hmm. show up at some of the Aetherite camps. Um, and there was kind of like a little event there where you would fight off some Void Scent. Um, we asked... Quote, a while back, we were told that we'd learn more about Atomos in 2.0. We saw him in the Labyrinth of the Ancients, but no one was like, oh, hey, it's Atomos. Remember the last time he showed up? Uh, is there anything you can tell us about him? Anything coming up? And he says, Koji says, um, I remember telling you that we'd have some stuff about him and we'll talk uh, more about what he is. It's just one of those things that keeps getting pushed to the bottom of the list. So this was uh, FanFest. This was October 2014. Ooh. <laughs> So obviously things can change. Of 2014. Yeah, obviously things can change as well. So who knows? But but there you go. There there's that. Um, okay. Moving up here. Question number six. Mm -hmm. With this being the end of the Heidelin Zodiac saga, if they're gone after this does the end of Heidelin mean the loss of her blessing and the echo this has been such an important device mm. for us for this storyline oh yeah no we're blessed by Heidelin we can't get tempered it's <laughs> fine um the echo has been pivotal right in in some of these story elements that they've been telling um are, are we losing that with with Endwalker 
I mean, you know, of course, for like mechanical reasons, I can't imagine that going away. But also, I mean, once again, like 5.2, we start to learn more about why we got it or when it's activated. And to me, it feels like I don't even I don't know what the hell the blessing of light is, because to me, it really feels like I mean, and they're separate. I it, it feels to me mm-hmm. that the echo and the blessing are separate. They are. Because, yeah, of course, because the Echo, to me, just feels like you relearning the creation magic of the Ancients a little bit. Just a little bit, touching that, that I don't know what better, the font of power. And then also Highland choosing you. So is, is that correct, Moose? I think the easiest way that I could point out um, for the separation is yeah. in like kind of the 5.1 to 5.3 where we learned that giving people the echo is what enables people to make contact with her in the first place. Mm-hmm. So even if we we understand that Elidibus was given, like the Sahagan Elder, he just randomly gave the Sahagan Elder right. the echo. So, you know, they could probably both go away and we'd probably both be fine. But um, the idea that you can't even receive her blessing or the message that she has without first being given the echo, to me, highlights the separation there. Mm. I think, I don't, I don't know, like, we, our, our blessing was taken away before by Midgar yeah. Summer, right? So, mm-hmm. if it's gone, whoop de doo <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's one of those things that, I mean, there, there are other questions later on that we get a little bit further into things just like this. But, to me, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I want to know more about, like, yes, Highland, cool, but what is the Echo? I really don't think... Right, it doesn't seem to be the same. It just seems to be awakening you to the truth, basically, and then from there you are more powerful. You you can kind of see more. And it also think, depends on uh-huh. who you are too, because echoes vary. Sure, right. ours ours does the things that we see, but other people's do other things. Mm-hmm. In in 1.0, I feel like they were trying to make um, the most with the least that they possibly could, like. Um, contrived psychic power is a really right. cool way <laughs> to move the plot forward. So I don't think that they added a whole lot of detail about it early on, specifically because um, I remember in the very first 1.0 quest, all you have is the echo and you somehow manage to go into a vision of 10 years past and you return with an item from the vision. You've made it in the real world somehow. And they never addressed that. That just got mm-hmm. ignored for all time. We have no idea what was going on there. Um, so if they wanted to at this point, they could probably claim back, go and go like, oh, yeah, you accidentally created that. Right. Because, you you know, you had like that concept in your mind. That was the first hint. We intended it mm-hmm. from the very beginning. And they might get away with it. But I mean, all we know about the echo now is that like the ancients had it. And I'm curious to what degree, because if they Mm -hmm. could all communicate their ideas perfectly and read each other's minds, what was all the debate about? So there's like, (laughs) there's a lot we could do there. Um, But the blessing of light, I think is just like divine intervention coming through your crystals. Like Mm -hmm. that seems to be what it is. Like you just, you have a connection to her and sometimes she just sees what's going on and is like, nudge and mm-hmm. moves kind of what was going to happen to the side like saving cryle that was blamed right. on the blessing of light praetorium that was blamed on the blessing of light 
So I really have mm -hmm. no idea what it is. But like, again, when Midgard's are more dark in the crystals, he said it was because we're draining her dry to pretend to be heroes. Mm -hmm. Which says yeah. to me that like, we're forcing her divine intervention hand. We're drawing upon that power somehow. And right. I just, I have no idea where either of those things are going to end up at the end of this expansion. Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting idea to recontextualize all of those, you know, plot armor moments through the blessing of light mm -hmm. in that did we summon a small portion of her power? Are these crystals what power that doesn't they don't seem to be physical objects, but summoning a primal just needs the crystals, the energy and the intent, right? And then the fervor. Did we invoke her are we you know like did she move through us because of that highlands fake right i don't know <laughs> i mean that's that's really interesting to me maybe what's maybe interesting the... to me just now mm -hmm. is the uh the whole like going through and pulling something back maybe part of our echo is also time travel <laughs> oh no and now that they know how to make a fake echo that's part oh, of no. the twinning too <laughs> oh lord <I'm> <laughs> The, the, I was gonna say the uh, the the six point one arc is that is is Heidelin and Zodiac are gone. We lose the blessing. We lose the echo. And the next primal we fight, if we get hit by one of their old little orange AOEs, we just get tempered, and that's it. Perma death. You're done. Done. The end. Game over. I'm just imagining Heidelin and Zodiac in a in a phone booth now, and an excellent adventure to uh, fix the timeline. Let's not go there. If it that's saves adorable. me from any ending where we become God, I'm for it. Okay, that's good. Mm. All right. Well then. <laughs> That's the break uh, glass in case I mean, of. <laughs> yeah. We can't we can't become God, right? Like we have to play the rest of the story as God, and that's just complicated. And and then somebody else has to come along and kill yeah. us. So I mean, oh yeah, no, you just I mean, it you, is put JRPG. It, you put it in Rhapsodies of Eorzea. And... <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that Promivian mob is doing on the moon. It all doesn't oh, make sense no. now. Oh no, it still doesn't. I I am actually a fan of of the time travel elements that we've seen so far, sure. with the exception of some of the specific uh, Alexander things. Um, mm. And as long as they do it gracefully, I'm for it. Mm -hmm. But if they chonk their way through and it's very clunky, then I'm gonna be like, oh, you should be no. <laughs> I like chonk as a verb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, number. Five, we're halfway there. Uh, will the end? Nobody did it. What? Living on a prayer, you know. Uh, well, I was thinking of there. it. I just didn't want to okay. burst into song. We were just talking about primals, you know. I just, just fine. You Ignore need to get me. used Ignore to me. the idea of bursting into song fusion. <laughs> that musical episode is gonna happen. It okay. will. <laughs> okay, he said. Z Z Zanidra's <laughs> the one living on a prayer over there. All right. <laughs> ah. But um, um, will the end of the Heidelin and Zodiac uh, saga mean the end of Asians too, or will we be cleaning up the leftovers in future expansions? This is my favorite question. I I think um, because I love the first, right? You know, we were kind of shunted over there. Some people were like, ah, it kind of wasted a lot of world building. I don't think so, but. We know in 5.2, there was a lot of sundered or just re, you know, resummoned Asians let loose to do nefarious things. You know, Thancred and, and Reen and, you know, other people went and, like, and the helped. the biggest throwaway line yeah. of the entire yeah. expansion. Oh, yeah, there were like a bunch of like Asians and stuff, but it's cool. We handled it. We handled what? them all. 
<laughs> There's no way that you handled them all. I just want you to imagine, and, and I, I will get on the soapbox for the first, imagine being someone on the first right now. Like, you go through 5.0. Things are normal. It's always light. Wait, there's a nighttime? Well, that's cool. Wait, why did the light come back? All right, now there's golden people coming out of the ground. What the hell is happening? Do I? Am I the warrior of light? And then you leave. What the hell happens next? Are there still Asians? Like, do you? To be they, fair. Yeah. Uh, at level like what, 35, we yeah. kill three Asians by ourselves next to it's the true. frogs in Thanalan. It's true. So, so you know, depending on the Asians, yes, it's totally handleable. Right. But I, I just, I don't want them to be gone. I'm sorry. I don't want the, at least the sundered ones to be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to be friends with all the rest of them. <laughs> It's, it's I want them to be like, those... oh, you know, I've just been doing this the whole time because I didn't really have a choice. But now that, you know, I don't I have my brain needs back, I can think for myself. Let's be friends. I think it would be interesting. And, and, and Moose can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't know that we have any kind of evidence to suggest what would happen to somebody that was tempered if the essence of that primal were to be destroyed. Do we? If the essence of the prime, like how many primal essences have we ever fully destroyed? Right. Like we've, we've, right. we've, we've destroyed like the forms. Yeah. Like, yeah. like people get, you know, tempered by Ifrit. We fight Ifrit. Right. But that, that essence is like still exists, right. To pull from, to use yeah, for summoning. Right. But like, mm -hmm. what if that essence were destroyed? Like what if, right. You have Asians tempered by Zodiac. What if we kill Zodiac? Like what if, I mean, my first idea is like, how do you kill an idea? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the the idea might just be if he's scattered, he can't be resummoned because no one's capable of doing it. Right. Because all of the people who are capable of doing it are gone. But the idea would probably persist. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, you're right. We haven't really ever destroyed fully an essence. Like, we have confirmation that even Bahamut, as we knew him, could come back. Right. Yeah, yeah so... You know, does that mean that, you know, there's a bunch of Asians we, we, well, that's the idea, right? That the unsundered Asians can bring up, can bring back these Asians of lesser station. And then they go and they're kind of doing whatever they do, just like Fan Daniel, it seems. So what happens to those throwaway Asians? That's, that's my, that's, that's such a good question. The, the whole essence of it for me, because like if, if you were to actually sit down and go through the story and, and figure mm -hmm. out, you know, where every Asian was when they died, what was going on with them at the time. It's impossible to pinpoint anything yeah. about them. You can't even be like based on the 2.0 cutscenes where there were 14 black robed overlords before Elidibus even showed up. You can't tell how many even exist. And then they retconned in the death of Emeralf back in yeah. 2.0. But in 2.5, you have them freaking out over Nabriales' death because, you know, you shouldn't be able to kill that, which is immortal. But then in, you know, like if if Emeraldoth dies in 2.2 and then she's got a speaking line in the Chrysalis in 2.3, did they re-raise her? And if so, did they re-raise all the other ones? Like we, mm -hmm. I have no idea how many <laughs> there are, where they are, whether the ones on Gaius's belt are even dead. Like right. I have no idea what's going on. And yet they're saying this is the end of the Zodiac arc. So 
do they have the Asians persist longer than that? Or do they just say, screw it, and everyone who is still alive is secretly working with Fan Daniel, and we've got a big problem on our hands? Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. We do have Gaia floating around. So I sure? yeah. sort of think the the ones of the convocation are probably in that same sort of situation where, like, they have no idea who they are. Could be. I mean, yeah. That, straight down that rabbit hole is where I've seen a lot of people go because one like the sundered ones, yeah, you kill them, they're yeah. reborn, their shards keep going around, and like I feel like that's a departure from from where we were early on, where we we, we really thought we annihilated the soul mm-hmm. of Nabriales, you know. So I have like Eden changed a lot for me with the idea that Mitran and Logriff were just they came back despite being killed in the whatever warrior of light kind of yeah. way mm-hmm. so i like and what happens if you do that to an original like did we annihilate the soul of emmet selk or did we just send it to the life stream did the life stream then sunder it is he going to be reborn as one person or 14 people like mm-hmm. well not 14 now but like yeah the equivalent of the pieces um yeah, I just I don't I don't understand a whole lot about how they're going to close up the Asians, and I don't yeah. know if they've considered all of these things either. Like, I'm sitting here thinking there's probably four or five Asians in the wind, and I can make a case for fewer and more. Mm. My brain now is thinking of the uh, <laughs> the Shadowbringers uh, opening cinematic now with uh, Thancred and and Reen or Minfilia. Mm-hmm. As she's referred to, and now I'm just thinking of like yep. a little Emmett Selk boy that was reborn. Oh. <laughs> Be the sassiest child in the world, right? Watch out for sassy children; they can be Emmett Selk. I do not consider you <laughs> to Don't be truly that. alive, ergo, you are not my mother. <laughs> God. Oh, now I really want to see that. That's how <laughs> that's how swaths of children get murdered in Legends, man. Uh, I'm like I'm reading the chat and like it's even like there's there's so much openness to it that I can't even I can't even address it because like Chad is rightly pointing out that you know the short story and everything was talking about how the Mm -hmm. underworld was his domain is he gonna come back from that because even sending him there isn't good enough Um, right. I'm sitting here thinking, are they going to try to shoehorn him back into the plot by having us do a time travel expansion back to the War of the Magi, and he's oh. the head of the Mahachi Coven? And <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I want that one, though. I've been laughing, dude. I've been laughing about that idea for like weeks straight because I said it. I was like, I I can't believe they might actually get away with this. I hate this. And someone was like, Well, what if like he, you know, was uh, like a hot goth chick on, you know, in that particular iteration of him? And I'm like, No, that's still well, maybe. You know, my my mind is opening. I'm listening. Continue. I mean, it's happened before. Yeah. There is precedent. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, the, the idea. Go ahead. I just have no idea what's going on with the Asians right now. There's it's, it's so, so open for this stage in the game. Right. And probably like, yeah, SD might not even realize quite how open it could be. Like, I think, I think they might think they're closer to a resolution than we do. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they just have, you know, they have the silver bullet and it's like, yeah, but they can't. 
the end. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I remember asking Yoshida too, you know, because we had asked him about the, the arc of 14. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time we didn't refer to it as like Heidel and Zodiac. I just, I'm like, I'm like, so it's like just the Asian story. Is that just like all of 14? And he said, no, like at some point the stuff with the Astians will be done. We'll, we can do other stuff. So take that as you will. But just uh, because mm-hmm. their stuff is done doesn't mean they can't still be there. Yeah. I, and, and sure. you know, I think it would be interesting too if we had, um, you know, that, that same thing that we kind of had with, with Gaia, right? Where it's like, yeah, there's some Asians still around. They don't know they're Asians. <laughs> right. But they're still, they're you just, know. you know, leading I'm, normal lives and it's whatever. I'm good with the reincarnated souls being around yeah. and just never remembering their Asians again. That's cool. But like just like the actual manifest ones and which ones they are and which ones they think they are and where they are and what they're doing and what their mind is telling them. Like right. are they you know, the degree of tempering? Like I feel, I don't know. Like I'm kind of done with it myself, but there are mm-hmm. so many people who aren't that I'm <laughs> curious what Essie would do with it. Like yeah. are they taking one look at Twitter and being like – Maybe we shouldn't tie it all off. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, but I mean, if it were me, I would I would go the boring old president mm-hmm. route and just try to make it seem, you know, like Fan Daniel just worships Zodiac in a really weird way. Right. But because it's pro Zodiac, everyone's on board and we kill them all now at the, at the end. They all mm-hmm. go back to being sundered, happy, you know, coffee biscuit eating. Yeah. Whatever they want to be. Yeah, yeah. We could just, just you know have a dungeon where it's just you just like all the enemies are just like random Asians. <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah okay, we finished it. We're, we're good. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. no, just have, like you know that like big epic, the whole world comes together around the Warrior of Light scene. Like, yeah, you know we'll we'll get one of those, but like we're off fighting Zodiac somewhere else, and the way the world comes together is we're just like jump cut to jump cut. Gaius mm-hmm. killing an Asian, Raubon killing an Asian, Pippin killing an Asian. Just like everybody's fighting everyone everywhere, all over the yeah. world. All our friends scoring big kills. Now, now I'm imagining, and, and I blame Charles for this because he talked. He, uh. he mentioned the MCU portal crap earlier. Now oh, I'm just no. imagining like this this freaking Ultron scenario. We got to get every last one, or it's gonna happen again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it it really. I hope that they just you know once they're gone, they go back to the live stream. They are reincarnated with no memory because that makes Emmett Selk's last words even more important to us. Remember mm-hmm. us because they can't. They will never remember themselves ever oh. again. Right? And it's just like, ah, oh, you could just hit us with that. That's fine. We kill all of them. They all are completely unaware. That'd be fine by me. Why you gotta say things that make my heart hurt? Because they're gonna hurt us and you know it. Yeah, you're right. You saw Yoshi P. You saw the way he was smirking in those interviews. You know right? that. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it, you know, and, and I said too last week, talking about our interview, like I came out of that, like, that man is planning something. Like, yeah. he, he knows things. <laughs> He's gonna hurt us. So that'll be that'll be part of our you know our our Endwalker prep, right? Get some get some snacks, get some some food prepped, but you know ahead of time. Grab a tissue box because emotions will be felt. Hydrate, hydrate. We need uh when we're doing the like opening day streams to just have a cry counter mm. every time you shed a tear. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's probably it for that one. Yeah. So let's move up number four, and this is this is such a good question. Exactly how much does Fortuna and the Forum know about the Ancients? Ah, uh, as soon as I he's like, "Well, if the final days were upon us, we would know." 
Would you know? <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's it, it's that it's you know that idea of for for me one of the the big signs too that that Charlene and um, ancient Amartine are connected to. It's if you go into an Eminence and Niter and you look at the gear that drops, it's that Shire gear, right? Which would mm. have been Charlene esque, right? So it's like, why did the ancients have this this particular style of fashion? Mm. And also Charlene does. Like that's yeah. Mm, okay. Isn't that, mm. isn't that the same dungeon with the spiral at the end? Yes. It is, I think. Yep. So you know, mm-hmm. uh Rook's not here right now. So we can't talk about <laughs> Nautili. Are they Nautili or are they Nautiluses? You know what? Let's not go there. It, it could be either. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I actually had to, I actually look, like looked this up because it's it we, we've been talking about it so much. Like, all right, let's get this figured the, out. The first the first time I heard that brought up, I was like, really? There's just like two spirals in two places, so obviously <laughs> they're connected. And now we're like we're looking at the Shire gear, mm-hmm. and like I remember I remember where I really like sighed for the first time. I was like, oh, maybe there was something to that. Like you know, every. <laughs> Every year, there's going to be one person who just takes one look at something and goes, that's that. And it's going to sound yeah. crazy. And 90, 99 of 100 of those people are going to be completely wrong. But one out of every 100 just nails it. I remember, like, do you remember when the Void Arc was first? It's just like weird thing in the distance oh, yeah. floating around in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Like, there was someone who took one look at that and went, mock. And I was like... <laughs> Where do you where do you get that? We don't know anything but their name. How could you yeah. possibly? And then it's like the Void Arc, and I'm like, son of a. So like, <laughs> this feels another one of those situations where I'm like, really, you're gonna make that leap over just spirals? But the more I think about it, and like the more I see, like I think the one that just made me go was when I had just finished looking. Um, I was trying to find a texture and I didn't find it, but I noticed that the buildings in Amarat have a very similar, sh- like the dungeon have a very similar shape to the one in the Giovanni and Hinterlands. Mm. That round building yeah. with the dome top and those the vertical things coming up the side. And I was like, oh, those are kind of similar. And oh, then I no. saw the Charlean Aetherite. Yes. And it really resembles that statue in a Niter. And I'm just like, Come no. On. Is it true? Did they get it? Like, was it that yeah. easy? Rook is gonna never let me live this down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it. It's. I think it's really interesting when you think about. We don't know much about uh, the special site was updated with some text, but you know, labyrinthos, right? Mm-hmm. They're talking about you know keeping things safe. Is this their seed bank? You know, kind of like we have in in real life. Um, you know, the kind of apocalypse vault. And if it is, is that because they knew what the final days would be like? They found a little bit of it and they're like, okay, well, we have to survive and this is how we do it. I, I can't wait to get into Labyrinthos and see exactly mm. the tone and the, the, the why behind what they did. Because, of course, it could just be them keeping things away. Oh, go ahead. Am I crazy or did you guys say that was actually a library from the um, Junk? Technically, it, yeah. Yeah, it's technically. A, like, it's like a vault for all sorts of like knowledge, yeah. but it's like, yeah. it's not necessarily just like library in the traditional form that we would think about it. Cause I mean, you go down there like growing pumpkins. So like there's more, there's <laughs> yeah. more to it, but it's, yeah, it's basically a library. Yeah. I, I'm trying, I'm going to get the and text. I work on, 
I work on boring old precedent. Like, I'll let you look that. I'll ramble while you look that up. Like, I work on boring old precedent, which means that I look at that. And, of course, the first thing that comes to my mind is, well, Charleon has been, like, they were the ones who warned us about the calamity. They know how to tell calamities are coming. So, like, if they have all the verses of the Divine Chronicles and they've been studying history as deep as this and they've been digging up all this information on all the city-states that used to be here, obviously they've come to the conclusion that if they don't want to fight a war, which is probably going to play into the Asians' hands and make things worse, the best thing you can do for your country is build a giant vault and hide in it until everything blows over because right after that, the world is going to be pristine and beautiful and you can come back right. out and rebuild and you might as well do that. So like the idea that there would be more to it than that is more fantastical to me than what I mm. know. And it's hard for me to make that leap. And that's yeah. always what I think holds me back because writers aren't sticking to precedent. They're coming up with new, exciting ways to impress and shock you. Right. And I never really get that part. Like that part is hard to predict. Right. You know, do we uh, know, <laughs> do we know how the unsundered Asians kept themselves from being sundered? No, I don't know. Do you think no. maybe I... it was a, a a library underground or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe since they were part of the, I don't know. You know, that's 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 a good question. You can't that see it from the pictures, to... but that dome in Labyrinthos is just lined with tinfoil. Yeah, there when... you go. When we were when we were first going through it, I couldn't figure out how to make it work, like where they were. Like was like was the chrysalis a place before this? Were they just mm. in the chrysalis at the time? Were they having like a meeting? <laughs> um, was the moon somehow around before this? They were just on the moon at the time. Problem right. solved. And they have given me no more information and I've come up with no better ideas. So those are still my two guesses. Chrysalis or the moon. Right. Yeah, the the. Text on the site for Labyrinthos is, yeah, it's a vast subterranean environment created as a repository for tomes and treatises on every subject imaginable gathered from all corners of the world. To protect the priceless and irreplaceable, the climate of Labyrinthos is aetherically re regulated. So that's all that they say. But to me, the priceless and irreplaceable, of course, that's them. They think that they're priceless and irreplaceable. They are the ones with the knowledge. But we don't know yet. Right. We don't mm -hmm. know if it's also a fallout shelter. It really kind of looks like one. I'm just still stuck on the gardens. What are the gardens for? Yeah. Like if it's like, are those just like carbon sink pumpkins? That's what right. they are. Like that's just environmental <laughs> control. That's it. Like it's they... gotta be someone has to be there to keep the tomes. I mean, technically no one has to be there. Right. You could make a golem. You know, we we know we have these sort of puppeteering, we have mammoths, we have well, somewhat. But to me, they're way too just vain to say, okay, we'll keep this for the next generation. No, they want to be that next generation. They want to shepherd that next generation. So they mm -hmm. want to be in there. And that's why they have it to grow food to stay alive. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, maybe it's that idea too, right? I mean, we, you know, the, the, the tone of, of Charlie and right and their knowledge and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, we're smart. We're Charlie and all this stuff. Yeah. I think really. If you're looking at those pumpkins, it's it's so that they can make their pumpkin spice lattes mm. when, well, you know, when they go to the coffee shop and read, you know, during the fallout, they're just, you know, they need something to drink. So they might as well, you know, get some nice seasonal spices in their, in their is, beverages. This is all just part of the Sharbucks supply chain. Oh. Sharbucks. Sharbucks. Oh, no. You That's, just did a thing. My brain. A, why you This do? is a thing now. Sharbucks. 
yep. Starbucks. This is this has been a thing for a couple of days. Yeah. 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 yeah I've seen the logo come and go. Oh my goodness! That's is amazing. Okay. I gotta see it. A white, a white cup with the green Nautilus on it. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, look at this. Because okay. they have that little cafe in Old Charlie and with like the little like to-go sandwiches and stuff. Starbucks. I, for, awesome. I forget. I forget how it came up. Oh, that's amazing. Like, that's... I just remember making fun of like how hard it must be to spell the names on the cups at Starbucks. Because <laughs> yeah. like everybody's a sea wolf or an Elizin. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> good luck. That's got to be like. I have a pumpkin spice latte for Nyan Cat. Come on, man. I'm named after the nation's founder. Like... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I'm just imagining <laughs> Alpha No and Alice getting mixed up every single time there. Oh, oh. man. They, they, they both just to, go uh, there, and Alpha No puts his order and is like, name? Uh, Frank. <laughs> 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 I'll try to figure out where it came from. Oh, oh. man. And I know speaking people of, are. Go ahead. Speaking of the twins, uh, what better way to keep the people you know who want to tell the world what exactly Charlene is doing uh, from coming back and accidentally discovering that you've made a, a fallout shelter than, you know, kicking them out of your family? Yeah. You're still on. Are you still on he was protecting them by kicking them out of the family? Were, I, was that I prefer. Yeah, yeah, I prefer that. But like the other one makes more sense. I mean, it definitely could be. I I don't know how many people are hoping for a, like, face turn for him. I mean, yes. I, I'm of two minds, like... No, no, like... I know, I, that, I I know want, that's not why you, but no, I'm just saying. I want, I want for the twins, for, for their for their dad to, to have been looking out for them the whole time. I want that for them. Mr. Livier, uh, asshole or world's yeah. best father. Right, yeah. right. So I, I want that for them. But that that is such a a cliche thing to do at this sure. point. I would almost sure. rather see him just honestly be a bad guy just for change of pace. Sure. I'm on team both. Yeah. I'm on both. team. Yeah. I'm on team. Dad thinks he knows what he's doing. Like dad thinks he's being a good dad. Oh, totally. Like, mm -hmm. He just, he has his own ideas of what's going on. He's not he, like that. He's just an arrogant jerk about it. Um, that in the moment of truth, he'll have a little right and a little wrong and we'll have a little mm -hmm. right and a little wrong and we'll work it out. Like, that's kind of what we do. It's kind of what the warrior right. of light does is bring people together. If he can't even bring like their adopted kids and their real dad back together, like what is the warrior of light even doing? Yeah. How so I imagine, <laughs> yeah, we, we're, if we can't heal one manner, we're, we're doomed. <laughs> so I imagine that it's a, a little bit of, Sure. Depending on what he knows, because I think that he has a plan. And I think the reason he disowned the kids is because if the kids are acting the way they're acting with the name Leveilleur, his plan is going to be a lot harder to accomplish in mm. Charleon. Because the his his opponents on the forum, mm -hmm. assuming he has opponents on the forum, which I assume he does. Yeah, I would hope so. Charleon, petty politics. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, he doesn't want to go to work and try to enact his, you know, his scheme and keep his scheme secret from the Talaferoi and work towards his imagined end of what the final days should look like while someone's in the background going, hey, what about your kids? You know, like, so I think he's just like, if you're going to do this, keep my name out your mouth. Like, I think that's what yeah. he's doing. Like, I heard <laughs> your daughter made porksy familiars. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah. needs that right on the cover of the newspaper. Flushno yeah. Levy, your loves country more than own children. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
My heart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just at some point I I just I don't know by who either either Alpha and Ali say Mrs. Levior or us. I just want to see that man get punched in the face. Mm. Just once. He can we can come back. He can be a great guy. That's fine. I just at least once he needs to get yeah. punched in the face. Weird question. Mm-hmm. Who would you want to see punch him the least? Ooh. Least. I'm thinking like Van Daniel. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, that would be I it would Yeah. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be satisfying. I, I wouldn't want to see that, but now I'm thinking about a confrontation between the two. And I, I that wasn't really something that I had thought about before. Mm-hmm. Like almost, I could that yeah. we're going places. Almost every single one of them is funny. Like Warrior of Light, they're my kids now. Bam! <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining uh you remember that animation they did? I can't remember for what. It was kind of like a fighting game thing where the twins had the the two halves of the book. And oh, they yeah. did this like cool attack. They did like a, like that, a, like a yeah. moon that video or something. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see them team up and correction punch their dad. That's what I want to see. I I <laughs> hope that mom is just this like quiet, friendly little like uh-huh. perfect little like um, housewife mom kind of person and that yeah. while Fortuno is trying to be like no you're not welcome here you've disgraced this family you can't she's just like I made sandwiches and she's like bringing yeah. in like the right. platter yeah. like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> no stop it right now don't tell your father we that. met but here's some cookies yeah. you need to eat more yeah. <laughs> yeah. here's, I want here's that. a sack of gill for the road <laughs> yeah but combined with Alize so I want her to be like sword baker like yeah. badass sword, ba- sword yeah, baker you want her to be yes. to be, yeah yeah Throws the dough oh, yeah. up in the air and just like takes a rapier to like, <laughs> like the most amazing fencer or something, you know? Yes. Yeah, that would be really cool. I I would love to see that dynamic. Like, oh my you god, awesome! Oz- Marge Simpson, like, yes, that yeah. you've you've nailed it. I would like, I my wheels are grinding trying to think of how to describe her, but yeah, Marge <laughs> Simpson. I hope, I hope, uh, right. Alamace is that how you pronounce it? I hope Alamace so. is is Marge Simpson. There you go. Yeah. You know, there's two ways. To, I think there's only two ways to go, and that's a Marge Simpson or a um, uh, Julian. Is that her name? Uh, yeah, Hildebrand. Yep. Yeah. 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 There's only two places to go. Maybe, maybe that's what happens. Is 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 Miss, Mrs. Levier just goes full Julian? Yeah. On him when he comes back. Yeah. How was your trip to the mainland? Oh, I disowned the kids. Excuse me. Giant frying pan. Just. <laughs> Hey, Marge is a badass when she needs to be. Oh, absolutely. That's why you said Marge Simpson. And I'm like, yeah, because she's always at the edge of rage. That's the truth about Marge Simpson, right? She she, she goes can. to the arcade game fighting people with a vacuum cleaner. She just takes the whole thing and just whacks them with it. When she loses her temper, you have to be careful. And that's what I want from that mother, too. Like, she's just tired of his shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't believe we finally found a situation where the least funny person to punch him would probably be Ashtola. Yeah, that's true. Because mm-hmm. like that that one, the perfect one for that is like her just standing there with the same expression Matoya would have had, just like mm-hmm. the the tiniest little smirk, just the corner of the mouth, just yeah, like teacher, like 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 student, right? Just oh man. <laughs> but I think she does have to get in a sick burn because she is she did inherit oh, yeah, yeah. the legacy of Matoya. She has to, right? I still love oh, there's man. there was a tweet that went around um shortly after Endwalker was released. Um and I will never forget this tweet. And I, I, I it'll never happen in game, but 
um, <laughs> with the scions talking to Matoya. It's like, hey, so like uh, we're going to go to Charlene and ask her for help and stuff. And then Matoya just goes, fuck that. Good luck, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I really want to see that. Yeah. Right. It's so good. Um, anything else that we want to talk about here? With, I'm uh, up for the next one. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for this question. All right. This is this is one of those. We 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 asked people on 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 Twitter earlier in the week. Like, what questions would you like answered? Lots of people wanted this one. Number three. What is the sound? I think it's probably that moose noise that that moose <laughs> made uh, when we were mic checking. I think that's what it was. <laughs> If you were here for that, I apologize. I didn't even realize we were like talking to y'all. <laughs> Any accidental tempering or uh, insanity is not our fault. <laughs> Such devastation was not. You get. I'm not going to continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the sound is. I've got so many ideas and no yeah. wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for, for those unfamiliar with it, right? We should probably just recap this real quick. Sure. Sure. Yeah, um, so for those of you, I mean, spoilers for for 5.0. Um, yeah, you get to Amarat, right? And it tells this story, like the dungeon Amarat. Uh, how, yeah, you know, we had creation magic and great. Um, and then all of a sudden they lose control of the creation magic. And then monsters are derived from their fears and everything goes to hell. You know, everything just um, because a sound emanated from the depths of the star and just caused all this crazy crap to start happening. Uh so what was this sound? That's pandemonium. Yeah. I mean, okay. I like that they called big it old, pandemonium. Big old like vacuum cleaner primal. Okay. Yeah. And it, it has <laughs> it has something to do with Asians too, theoretically, because that's what the picture is, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the new the new uh eight man. Yeah. yeah. I mean that yeah. would I mean that's a parsimonious answer in a way, because yeah. Uh, answers two of my big questions is like mm -hmm. that the pandemonium story is going to be going from 6.0 6.2 6.4 even mm -hmm. though the main the main story is going to be in 6.0 like we're going to be done with it by 6.1 so what mm -hmm. is it going to feel weird to do 0.2 and 0.4 that's a good question like so how do we link all that up and if that is why we were if that's where we put the sound which is technically a reciprocal level higher than that yeah then we have a good answer for that question i didn't even right. think of that one yeah you know the new text on the site yeah that's uh, what i was looking for yep. you got it yeah the, the new text on the site i have it yeah uh so new high end raid pandemonium far beneath the ground upon which mortals tread steeped in darkness deep as starless night ancient power lies dormant too hungry too brutal too monstrous too furious that's not in there anyway uh what cannot be controlled must be contained here in Pandemonium, dare you make the descent? So it's, is that the thing that made the sound? Is that another thing that's unrelated? That's like, that answers actually, now yeah. that I'm like listening to it, that answers several questions. Cause right. the, like, why would Pandemonium, if it was so to do with La Habrea, be under the planet at this point? You'd think, like, you think it'd be on the moon maybe, or that the Warriors of Light mm -hmm. would take care of this. But, but if it is the sound, then the sound came from deep underground and it, must be contained rather than be destroyed. Yeah, you might be yeah. onto something here. Mm, yeah, it's that's, a, that's it's the final boss. It's just the sound. <laughs> you know, to yeah. me, it's 
it's interesting that uh, that uh, La Habrea is the one, you know, kind of the poster child here. Yeah. Because we were talking, well, in these side stories, uh, we talk about him being the one who kind of creates a lot of the templates, you know, for Ifrit. Is this his doing? Was he messing around? Did he make something too gnarly? And that's what the sound came from? He that's was kind I of the was... creator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, if you merge those two, that's right. like a pretty cool idea, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I again, I've had so many ideas. Like, I want to mm-hmm. know what the presence of Silver's here Lake is. Oh, maybe yeah. <laughs> like I was laughing at the idea that like, well, if it's underground, obviously, we're going to enter it from that cr- that crystal cave in, mm-hmm. in Mordona. And that's the presence of Silver's here Lake. But like the idea that it could have been La Habrea's creations crossed my mind because he was always arrogantly messing right. around mm-hmm. when he thought he could gain something from it or enjoy it or learn something from it. Like. Mm-hmm. I've had weird ideas like the sound was actually summoned by Fandaniel and the Talaferoi, and this has been a 12,000 year plan. They just right. never caught him, you know, like mm. there's all sorts of weird shit. The sound could be um, it could just be that like creation magics really shouldn't be in the hands of everyone all the time forever. And that mm. eventually things are going to go sideways. Um there's a weird line in Japanese. It's like, as long as we stay as we are, this is going to continue. Um, and the way it's phrased like that could just mean as long as we keep doing what we're doing. But it could also mean like, as long as we're still c- capable of using creation magics. So mm-hmm. we should do the sundering. I, I'm like, almost mm-hmm. imagining now. I mean, because yeah. we, we've known since they announced it that Pandemonium, right? They have that that artwork for it is La Habrea. Um, yeah. And, you know, we talk about um how because it's a raid you know we're going to be doing this past 6.0 um maybe it's just literal cleanup like of la habrea's crap right it's just okay yeah he did some stuff he caused this and now we got to go and and you know put it back it could in be unrelated Pandora's to sound, box yeah. and we yeah. need to undo la habrea's villain decay anyway so to blame it yes. on him is great because we need to give him more characterization he needs like arguably he needs a little more screen time even if it's just in the form of holograms and memories and echoes like he just he looks like a chump right now and he was our (laughs) first villain poster child so we need to put him we need to put him back on the same shelf as the litibus and emmett selk at all costs 100 percent agree uh because he's kind of the scene chewing villain right now you know (laughs) like Mm -hmm. he compared to emmett selk and a he is not even in the same league like as a villain they just need to be back in the same tier. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want. I, I hadn't be, thought about it that way. That's a really good way to yeah. put that. I want him to be Red Skull, like <laughs> leading us through the things that he made in no way, shape, or form able to help us. Kind of like uh, uh, Ardbert. You know, mm. I would love if he's just oh. like, oh, yeah, okay, you're here. All right. I look. mean, we do still kind of have him in a pocket somewhere. It's we'll true. Stick him. Mm-hmm. Put his little aside in your pocket and take a take a journey. Into- <laughs> he was he was vain, you know. Emmett Selk recreated Amara. Who's to yeah. say La Habrea couldn't recreate now, his own? Now little I'm thinking of something. those those like audio tours at museums where you get the yeah, little exactly. headset. It's like, all right, La Habrea, what are we looking at? What are we? All right, if you go down this hall, you'll see the the sound. That was a big oopsie of mine. If you could go in there and fight that and contain that, sure. that would be great. 
you're giving me like 20 levels of sh shit post right now. Like I'm combining yeah. <laughs> all the ideas from the last hour. Like, okay, well, if Emmett Selk is the Lord of the Underworld and nothing in the Underworld is, maybe he didn't come back himself. Maybe he sent La Habrea just to be a bitch. Like, yeah. so maybe oh. the fact that the originals made the Azem Stone means that it's not just Emmett Selk's voice in there. It's La Habrea's and we're going to walk mm -hmm. in there and you're just going to hear him come back over the stone. Like, oh, I remember this place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> La Habrea presents Jurassic Park. Oh my god. Dude, La Habrea giving us a tour of a museum with the little button that would La Habrea is like it's like you like the decor I in here. How Spare much I like it. <laughs> yeah. No, this is like this is like Emmett Selk heckling us from the stone the entire Endwalker journey. Yeah. I hate it, but I kind of love it. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so even even back when we were we're going through the original uh, Shadowbringer stuff. Uh, I'm sure everybody was thinking because they're like, oh, this thing happened and it totally wasn't us, but we had to fix it with Zodiac and Hydaelyn. Bullshit. This whole time Somebody... La Habrea is like, should I tell them it was me? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know that these people who are so smart, so sure of themselves, screwed up something somewhere. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you're messing with Aether in extreme amounts. You messed up something, even if you don't know what you did. And I think it's this. Yeah. It would make a lot of sense, honestly. Hmm. Yeah. So as soon as as soon as I read the little the little thing for the yeah. the pandemonium description, I was like, I mean, pandemonium can be a sound, a lot mm -hmm. of nasty, chaotic sound, and it's in the ground, which we know where <laughs> the sound came from. So. The ground sound. The ground it's sound. The ground sound. Uh, Where do I get like a, a pack of gold stickers? I can be like Zen beat me to the best theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always collaborative. It's always collaborative. Someone says something about that for the rest of the day. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Someone always says something that kicks those gears in the motion, right? Yeah, oh, I, again, I work on I work on precedent. I'm still just all yeah. caught up in what we've seen and how it can connect together. And like, that's always my blind spot. Every time I freely admit that's always my blind spot. My theories are a little little more boring and a little less looking at to what could be as opposed to what is. And that's always mm -hmm. my issue. But like the alternative is, you know, making wild accusations which yeah. are fun but almost always wrong i don't like spending 25 hours on something that's going to be wrong you know like the the uh, the last time i did it was 3.0 where mm -hmm. the moogles were like you know this floating continent used to be one big continent until there was a rain of fire from the skies and i was like rain of, that's not so i looked at the japanese text and it was a calamity of wind and I was like, that's weird. We got fire raining from the skies in one language and mm. a calamity of wind in another. So what I did was I made this like grand rocking boat theory of the eras, like 30 hours sunk into trying to figure out how these could both be true. And I came up with this like, okay, so you know how most cycles start with ice? Well, it turns out the eras really started with ice, not wind, ice, like everything else. And then you melt the ice with fire and there's too much fire and that causes the wind calamity and right. rotates the real era from ice to water. So now you've got too much water or not, or not too much water. You got the true era of water. And like, I figured out how you could rock the boat like this to have the true era 
be in line with the cycles and then the mm -hmm. imbalance be whatever was next in that cycle. And then the calamity was the cycle of the calamities. And I had this whole thing like laid out in this insane looking double helix and I posted it to the forums and I was like, I did it. I figured it out. And John Crow comes in and goes, so that's a typo. <laughs> it should have said, it should have said wind. We're, we're sorry that that was, that was actually just wind. So, uh, yeah. For for those tuning in live right now, I just I just want to point out I did I did give Zanidra a little star. Um, so yeah. <laughs> where, where you did it? It's, oh, it's, it is. It's it's in the corner. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, see, and that's why when you were explaining that, I was like, oh, that's why you agree to come on this show because that's where we can just spitball things, and then you're like, ah, that one makes sense. Let me keep that one. <laughs> All this rest of this nonsense that they're talking about, that one's good. Yeah. <laughs> We're rapid prototyping it's, for you. That's fine. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you're just like adding a little chaos to the system yeah. and seeing what changes. You know? But it's, yeah, it's John fun. John got me good at that. That was John ruined oh. my ability to speculate wildly after that day. Like I just, oh, I can't afford 30 hours into something that's demolished right. with one line. Like that's... Exactly. <laughs> it's fun to do, I think. I think it's fun to throw out crazy ideas. But really... It's that that's all it is. It's just fun, weird nonsense until you go yeah. back and do the precedent stuff. Like, exactly. You're, yeah. The stuff doesn't make sense. Stuff, I mean, stuff is just an idea you pulled literally out of your ass. Yeah. Having I mean, having the facts and stuff to back it up is what makes it truly interesting. Someone yeah. is going. To, that's that's what kills me is that like for every time I'm right. Someone who just pulled it out of their ass, made a lucky guess, is also right, and that's part of what makes this so fun. Yeah. But it's also infuriating. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you know, I mean, typos happen too. I mean, coming from from 1.0 to 2.0, I mean, we had like three different directions that the the Crystal Tower could have been in, depending on localization, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh yeah, there's this big energy surge. This, this what that that way? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it is the uh, magnetic pole of the star, and that's why everyone was right. <laughs> Somebody took one step to the left, and it just changed everything. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Um, and and uh, now the time warp is stuck in my head. Yep. I was. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're down to the final two. The final two. I am embarrassed to admit that I actually didn't even think about this one until we were talking uh, last night. And I was like, oh, my God, that is a question that people have been asking for literally years. Number two. It's the warrior of light. Tempered or a primal. We'll yeah. find out in Endwalker. You tell me. Yeah. That was question number <laughs> two. Uh <laughs> I, yeah. I had a hard time not talking about this during question number six, the loss yeah. of the blessing if if Highland sure. dies. It's like I do I I thought for years, again, being a precedent guy, if Zodiac was the world soul and he got punched and it broke the world, is there anything we can do to Heidelin as the world soul that will not undo our entire mission of preserving the world we know and love as it is? Um, and that's, I mean, that's still kind of a factor for me, but I do think I've found a few ways that we can lose both of them. Um, maybe not even Heidelin, but at least Vana and just kind of leave the crystal on autopilot if we had to. But the idea that, that Zodiac created an imbalance and Heidelin was the counterbalance 
and that this was all unnatural to me opens the door of returning to natural by getting rid of both the balance and the counterbalance. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't see Vana making it out of this alive, mm -hmm. no matter how hard I think about it. Whether whether like she's the, like the the like randomly like oh now she's the bad guy or it's just like okay my work here is done and poofs. I'm praying. It's not like a lot of people want her to be evil. I'm just I've been team Heidelin the whole time. You know me. Right. Like I just I'll go down with that ship if I have to. Um, it's more fun to have faith in something. But like like that just brings us right back to this main question. If she goes, do we lose anything? And was this tempering the entire time? And I hated the idea that it was tempering. Hated, 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 because. You know, Yashtola should have seen it. It alienates the player by giving people the the ability to say like, oh, you never had free will. You know, it makes the one benevolent figure that you were told was benevolent at the beginning of the story look bad without her actually being bad. Like, right. it's very weird and I hated it. But like, we've also in a way redefined tempering a little bit too. So there's a bit like that doors open just a smidge wider than it used to be because of that redefinition. And I can't stick to the blanket. It can't be. It would be horrible. It's impossible. Goodbye. Like, mm -hmm. I think it'd be hilarious if we find this open. out by like going around with Ali say and like helping people get untempered with the porksy. And we're just like walking mm -hmm. around and we trip and fall in front of the porksy as this is happening. <laughs> and we're just like, I feel different now. Have I been tempered this whole time? <laughs> Hit me with the pork it more. Makes you, <laughs> yeah. It kind of makes you wonder why they haven't just done it to see to all sure. the science. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the part that would drive me nuts is that we've been spending this entire game, like, from the beginning, the scions were like, oh, we detected this primalish disturbance in the ether 500 miles away, but we don't know what it is, so you go look at it. That was 2.0. Like, they could just identify what a primal waveform signature looked like. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, you know, you didn't, if you didn't walk into the waking sands and their little meter was like, tick, 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 then how are we supposed right. to buy it now? <laughs> like, yeah. how did Yeshtola never look at you and be like, that's weird. Right. Like, because she you called know? out the light corruption, right? She calls right. it out immediately. Um, and so, she, yeah. she, I mean, she never knew us before we were who we were right. as mm -hmm. of 2.0. But if you take 1.0 into canon, then she knew us before the blessing, which means mm -hmm. she should have seen the, I don't, I don't know. I hate the it. The change, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. But I'll Yuri, accept it. Yuri in chat said uh, they always kind of thought that maybe tempering, uh, to having her say here feel think was like giving you free will tempered tempered sure. temp yeah this is one of the big theories is that as soon as someone was like what if we're tempered that theory came into being alongside of it what if you were tempered to have free will yeah well and <sighs> I mean, again, that was cute there's that's, yeah, that's it like, is cute it's heartwarming it is cute. <laughs> there is different types of tempering though too or certain degrees of it right i mean we've seen sure. you know the like uh, over tempered, right? The the bosses mm -hmm. in uh, mm -hmm. was it Sestasha hard, right? We're to the point yeah. where they're deformed and stuff. But again, right, going back to that uh, father's daughter story, right? Um, Merylweb's dad is tempered, but he still has enough of his. He, he's still en there enough to be like, yeah, let's duel to the death. Like, mm -hmm. so he's not completely overtaken. So there is that kind of like, you have a little bit of yourself, but I think you also know I, that that's just the strength of your personal will. Like, right. yeah, isn't completely tempered because she's strong. 
Right. In in the two or three ways we've redefined tempering since the first time I was like super against it, I think <laughs> that's one of the big ones like that you can still retain a lot of yourself cuz like if you go back to one of our earlier interviews, that was the definition of tempering we were tempering we were given. It burns away your you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um and the degree to which it happens is the degree to which the you is burned away. And we've gotten much more specific with what that means over the years, but I think we've also we can also look at Emmett Selk who as long as he was operating within the letter of what he understood, like there was a little wiggle room for him to be right. whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just kind of like, yeah, the, you know, the, the Heidelin and Zodiac are, they're both primals. This is all, you know, the will of the ancients, but you know, we just incidentally found the one true God. That's you know, nothing weird about yeah. that. It's only natural. It's only natural yeah. that one true God would, would temper us. That's just what happens. So, you know, this is all fake. All your uh, all your mythology is a lie. You have no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. and the one true God. Why wouldn't he? So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's, but that's my my question is why was that never us? Why was that never like you know? Why was Ardbert like you know light dark? It doesn't matter as long as you're friends with the one true God. Right. <laughs> like. And- <laughs> Maybe that's part of what why Yastola doesn't call it out because she's like, oh, blessing of light. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's not weird. Right. I know that it's a blessing of light, but it's actually tempering. Right. And it's, it's just it doesn't occur to her because that's Heidelin's good. There's no way it could be bad. And possible. I don't I really don't want to think that because I would Dude. imagine someone as a scion would have that in mind, you know? Yeah, they're all suspicious. But do you think different yeah. tempering looks different? Because if she looked at us and was like, ah, that's what that looks like. And then looked at somebody who she knew was temporary. Yeah. That's what that looks like. So it's got to look different, right? Yeah. Or I mean, not have any kind of depending on what the plot signature. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember when tempering was invisible and that's why it was mm-hmm. scary because it could be anyone, anywhere, yes. at any time. You could be at court and someone would just shank you and, you know, yeah. like you'd never even know that they did it for Ifrit unless they said. And now we're at like tempering means shambling across a field like a zombie mm-hmm. with glowing eyeballs like Garlemald. <laughs> like Exactly. <laughs> so it's uh, kind of just whatever the plot needs sometimes. Yeah. I would love for them to get into the levels of tempering and why there's a difference. And of course, this Telephori tower enhanced tempering is just overriding, completely overriding, you know, and there's different levels. And I love the idea that just awakening you to the truth is what keeps you from being tempered because you then have enough strength of will to subtly use creation magic to keep yourself inoculated or something like that. Like, I would love that. And, you know, Blessing of Light is Blessing of Light. It's it's plot stuff to get Heidelin. And that's even separate from why we cannot be tempered. You know, like I would love that. But I don't think that that's true, because people with the Echo could still be tempered. I'm not entirely sure. Is that true or not? I believe not, right? People with the Echo... Because Fordola... I mean, I'm yes. trying to think, like, the... Artificial the echo... echo. Yeah. Uh, well, what's his face in the now? I'm trying to think of exceptions. Like, I'm not trying to think like, do yeah. I know? But like, I, my gut says, yeah, we do know. Yeah. Echo equals yeah. never tempered again. But like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, is there any way to shoehorn an exception where that's just right. what it looked like? Like, if the echo is what enabled you to hear Heidelin, so it was like one two punch. Mm-hmm. Would you have right. ever known the echo without the protection of the blessing? Yeah. 
So that's like, was it a mistake all along? I mean, it would be a retcon, but like, was it a mistake all along to assume because they told us, but assume Mm -hmm. that these were the same thing? Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'd have to think about that one like for a while. Yeah, that's that's a (laughs) tough one. Like, that's that's foundational, and we should know. Like, that's a question that we have to have answered. This feels like something I should have thought about for six hours already, and then come (laughs) on to the show and be like, yes, I already know. Um, but no, These like questions teasing, always teasing come up. Those, teasing those apart, if I wanted to tease them apart, could I do it? That's a good question. I don't know. Blessing so, of light yeah, is the placebo effect. It's not real. <laughs> you just feel strong. Yeah, it's not real. I, I mean, so I, you see, are strong. I see it possibly going in either direction because mm-hmm. Ishikawa-san is very... Um, I think she's bold with the risks she takes in the story sometimes. Sure. Like she's okay. Like I would have a harder time both killing and resurrecting people that she's killed and resurrected. And I would have an easier time with like some of the people she's protected just because it feels like, you know, their time's over, they can go. So mm-hmm. I feel like she's very bold in doing what she thinks the plot needs and can get very, very complex with it. And then on the other side, we've got Yoshida-san, who is very like, whatever's cool, whatever's going to sell, whatever is like, you know, I think he has kind of a loyalty to the traditional classic Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. where at the end of the sure. day, you still are good. Uh, you're just incidentally good. You're contextually good. It's not that you're inherently good because, you know, you're on the side of light. It's not that light is good. But at the end of the day, incidentally, yeah, like, yeah, Emmett Selk was not an evil person arguably right but at the end of the day he was still the antagonist we had to kill like it didn't change that so like where is this particular systemic interaction between ishikawa and yoshida gonna land how traditional versus how complex can we look for mm-hmm. that's actually what worries me about uh the whole heidelin and her, her side slash place in things because traditionally in final fantasy what you know to be true is not true mm-hmm. it's true i'm worried yeah. yeah i mean it it depends on if they are conceptually and have conceptually tied heidelin zodiac into chaos and cosmos i flip them but cosmos mm-hmm. and chaos because mm-hmm. if you do that in final fantasy then it's invariable that's invariable chaos is evil right cosmos but, is good but i don't think that they've married them together that's what i'm saying i don't think that they have i'm always worried because of uh the chains of Promethea storyline sure you think that is, is it altana mm-hmm. you think that Altana's good you think that she's good and you think that Promethea is bad but they're not either yeah. really either either one right. and like mm-hmm. Things came about that you thought that Promethea did, but actually Altana did it because she needed to take care of Promethea and she did it mm-hmm. by splitting splitting people into different beings and all of a sudden it's like neither of them is either at any point in time and nothing yeah. you know is true. Haha, your brain is yeah. closed. And they I'm, have... Oh, go ahead. I'm No, I mean, if your thoughts on t- like closer related, you should probably go first. Oh. Oh, no, I was just going to say that the one place that they don't do it in Final Fantasy so far is Chaos and Cosmos. Those are mm-hmm. the guiding stars. Mm-hmm. That is good. That is evil. And since they are not the same thing, or at least we don't believe that Highland and Zodiac are the same thing, then yeah, we have that wiggle room. You never know. 
I'm still caught up in the, like, again, like I'm a very pro Heidelin person mm-hmm. just for the yeah. sake of there was so much doubt early on that it was fun to have faith in her just to right. have something to <laughs> yell about. So I feel like <laughs> I, I wrote that check. I need to cash it. I need to stick with her and go down with her if that happens. Like I need, you know, so if I wanted to defend her, there's this part of me that's like the complexity is going to come from that she made a mistake Mm. that this plan was never supposed to go in this direction that like much, much like the convocation didn't intend for Zodiac to temper them and for this temporary world fixing thing to become the one true God that Vina anticipated yeah we'll just create a counterbalance shackle that and we'll all take care of the issue and then no one ever took care of the issue and this has been twelve thousand pointless years of war like there's a very good chance that she made a mistake because she's a creation of people who are making mistakes yeah exactly like mistakes it's mistakes all the way down Mm -hmm. so for her to be someone who just tried her best and still cause some of these issues and still has to go i think that would be the most satisfying route to me i'm also really really huge on narrative symmetry so if she died by taking ultima to the face for us that would be awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it was you know uh, as we all know being in the praetorium five billion times approximately (laughs) over the last few years narrative symmetry this is the perfect time to bring everything from praetorium and 1.0 back Please. I feel it would good. be amazing. Yeah, that I know. That makes my brain happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does Did that, we do it? Is that leading so. us to number one? Oh, actually, one thing uh, I don't think mm-hmm. we mentioned is um, the idea that uh, we're like could be a primal because so many oh, yes. people believe in us. Yeah. Sure. And that's You're either created or or brought up by the hopes and faith of everybody in Aorzea. Yeah. Um, just like when primals are summoned. It's a, it's a bunch of faith in Aether. And also, throwing back a little bit to uh, when we were talking about uh, Midgar Stormer, uh, mentioning that us using those crystals is uh, draining Hydaelyn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what primals do. They drain yeah. Aether from well, you know, and then we get to, planet. To Heaven's yeah. Ward, right? And the, the literal Heaven's Ward, right? Who you know they got statues in ishgard everyone's like oh the heavens word they're so great they help save us from dragons and stuff and they're part of you know that thing with thordon right where they all have mm-hmm. this this power and this this transformation um and then you look at us we're getting stronger in each expansion words are you know word of our deeds is spreading with each expansion thanks to edmund for the book um mm-hmm. You know, it's just <laughs> it's across one of those things. all time now too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So just we'll just amplify that even more. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a a question, and it's you know it's one that you know has a little bit to back it up. So I want to I want to mm-hmm. clarify and respond to one of the questions in chat. Assuming yeah. I'm interpreting it properly, the question is. Do you think the Eye of Sabiq is that powerful? And I've, am I interpreting the question right? Like powerful enough to destroy Vana? That is, I would say, not what I'm envisioning. Mm. Um, when we have Sabiq 
La Habrea refers it to a sliver of my God's power. Mm-hmm. So if this expansion ends up being Heidelin versus Zodiac, I would be in this case referring to a Zodiac cast Ultima, yeah. the full strength of their God's power coming to bear on her. But that it would be her full strength back again. So like this would be just kind of the Praetorium on crank instead mm-hmm. of a sliver of Zodiac versus the bearer of Hydaelyn and the little like the blessing of light through the crystals. This would be full on Zodiac Ultima versus full on Vana blocking it. Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe a shard. <laughs> yes. Both stars in chat mentioned. Um... We died at, uh, we, this is not true. This is a theory. We died at the mm-hmm. end of 1.0, and then the us that comes back in 2.0 is that primal that was resubmitted. You know. So yeah, there's 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 theories all over the place about how we're All going. over the place. Yeah. I, I really think that we could be. I think that we're at the point that Louis Swa was before he decided to do what he did. I think that if we wanted to, we could be Elidibus and say, all right, guys, we need this power. Give it to me. Hit me with it. I'm going to ascend. I, I think that that's the precedent says that, yes, one person could be the focus for it. I don't think that we are yet. I think that we could be, though. And maybe that ties into the end in some way as well. The, maybe, the end of Endwalker. You know? We're just going to be standing there like I don't on the do moon. Th- we're just like, everybody, give me your energy. And we're just going to do like a do that, minute right? cut scene of like spirit bomb stuff from I like, really DBC. don't. <laughs> I don't want that, but I guess theoretically, you know, just theoretically, it would make sense, right? Sure. Mm. I think, like, as much sense as we can try to make of it, we also have the problem of that when you take a Zem into consideration, it makes it very complicated. How specifically Mm -hmm. a shard of a Zem? Why specifically a shard of a Zem? I think that's going to be more of the question, that the primal thing is just not going to come into fruition so much as why a Zem? Um, if a Zem walked away from the convocation but refused to join Vanaz's faction, why did a shard of a Zem end up the the champion of Hydaelyn? Mm-hmm. That is a very strange twist to take. It breaks but the cycle, though. It does. Like this is yeah. what I'm. This is what like like I said. I'm I'm stuck on narrative symmetry. So like, mm. Elidibus's job was to bring everyone together. Elidibus's job was to reconcile differences by mm-hmm. considering all of the possible futures, determining which one was most likely to happen, and charting the best course forward for everyone. And the tragedy of Elidibus is that he was loyal to Zodiac alone. So to break the cycle by having a Zem as Heidelin's champion would be a weird little way to balance that out. Mm. But I also like, I'm so attached to this idea that, that Heidelin had just lost that Heidelin knew this was the end. She didn't have any strength left and was just like, a Zem could always make the impossible possible. What the hell? It's kind of of, of hand in hand, really. At that point, you're like, I, she's been through seven, joinings at that point and it's like uh this is not i don't know what to you know what all of those guys really liked this as M guy maybe maybe you'll work right. you it's your mm-hmm. turn you try yep yeah that's that's i mean i want it i'm yeah. not gonna lie yeah. i want it because <laughs> I, I want it yeah um, the real I question for me is just like where does the tw- where did the 12 come in then and we're gonna yes. get the answer to that in the race i'm so, so that's excited gonna be, that's gonna be the big oh. thing because like 
a lot of people see a mirror of the convocation in the 12. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can play with the math a little bit and make it work. A lot of people are like, well, no, it's as easy as that Heidelin summoners are the 12. So the real question is, well, how does Azima get in there then? Why is Azima one of Heidelin's faction? If Azem walked away from both, did Azem come back and join Heidelin's group? That would be one really easy way to clean everything up. Mm -hmm. But there's also the idea that Azem just came back with with 11 friends and that somehow we don't know that history yet. And I, that's my big burning question in terms of that whole, what is the nature of the warrior of light? tempered primal why a zem like it i just go, go ahead, ahead. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah i was just gonna say like you can you can contextualize it yes they're the anti-convocation basically or this or that but to me when she picked the shard of a zem we kind of know somewhat know that she could manifest on other shards right she can manifest on the first she did she helped somewhat to stop the calamity kind of almost and you know the void was the first one to fall like it it was her representation but her representation also had some sort of yeah mind of their own she can use her power outside of the source that's just it right okay okay yeah because otherwise minfidia would go and do nothing the way I think the the way we conceptualize it is like to invoke that line she used in three point four, which mm-hmm. is that both both Heidelin and Zodiac are helpless to control the forces they represent. Right. Um, Zodiac needs the Asians to control darkness. Heidelin needs the Warriors of Light to control light. But she showed us in that moment that she could also create emissaries like Litibus. Right. So where had she sent those emissaries in the past? Right. Like that would be the way I would phrase it is what like when she used a a proxy for mm-hmm. her for her strength because she can't control light. She can't control the shards, but she can send an emissary. Has she ever done that? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, is does Menphilia qualify? I yeah, I would think so. That's Highland's will through a person mm-hmm. with free will that even is reincarnated with free will every time. Um, you know, so that's kind of an interesting question. And then that, to me, leads to the question of, wow, how many times has she... She, We know exactly how many times she's messed up, right? Every rejoining, she messed up. Did she try to the same strength at every rejoining? Was it the shard of Azim in every rejoining that she gave the blessing to? I don't think so. Or has she been trying this with Azim this whole time? You know, like, did Azim return? And that's why, you know, we are a shard of Azim, but each of the 14 shards are the ones who tried. And well, fail. I don't know. We know that she also gave it to Artbert. Yeah, exactly. Right? Huh. Yeah. So does she handpick only shards of Azem? I don't know. What happens when it goes wrong? We just sucked up until now. <laughs> I really am Rob's a Beowulf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, in the end, I, I everyone. kind of hope that the, uh, the whole primal thing mm-hmm. does not come to pass. I think yeah. that they're much more beautiful ways the story can mm-hmm. be written. Sure. Uh, I do think that uh, the fact that people have a lot of faith in us uh, feeds us power in a number of yeah. ways, unprimal related. Yeah. If there, you was know, no, if there was no transfer of power from that faith in prayer at all, mm-hmm. then what would Elidibus have been sidejacking? Right. 
So it's it really the question is, do we receive it at all? Yeah. I think that we're ignorant of the way to use it right now. And maybe we've used it accidentally in the past. Like we've tapped into it to break those barriers as only the Warrior of Light can. Mm. Right? Blessing of Light <laughs> is a placebo. That whole thing with Ultima <laughs> yeah. is us. <laughs> <laughs> These questions just lead to more questions. And that's why it's, it's so hard to say that they're going to end the story, right? <laughs> it's so hard to say that. Yeah. Are we ready for number one? I think we are ready for number one. Um, I mean, everybody should know what this is, right? I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by this. Mm. Well, I think I think a lot of the people that that are more obsessed with Shadowbringers and the yeah. late game story might be surprised, but if they know you, no. <laughs> Or you, in fact, maybe. Or you. Yeah. Me, me they too. Know us. Me too. Yeah. Me too. If they know us, then then this should not be a surprise. All right. Question number one. What is the presence of Silver Tear and what the hell was the primal explosion? Mm. We've just, only been asking just, since like, our very first need, lore interview. We need yep. to know what is going on. Uh like do we start with the speculation? Do we start with the history? Like, what? How do we start this? Because this is the question, I think. It's number one for a reason, think, just because. I think I'll go into the history a little bit. Okay. Because there is one piece of context that I think is, is interesting in terms mm. of how I approach this topic. Um, the We'll start with the primal explosion because that's easier. The yeah. opening cutscene of 1.0, the ag you know Midgard's armor wraps around the Agrius, pulls it into the ground. The ceruleum tanks explode. It breaks a seal of some kind under Silver Tear Lake, and the last thing you see is the echo phase is all these primals flying out of it. And we're going to ignore that they're all copy pasta of a Freet and Titan. That's just all they had mm -hmm. at the time. <laughs> like. There, yeah. It's all of Freeds and Titans. Just don't don't look at that. Don't look directly into that. No. Um, but you just see all the primals coming out of it like they were all trapped in it for some reason. And we don't know what that was. And like mm. we can we can speculate, oh, that's just, you know, a visual metaphor for that. The amount of ether released from that seal has made it much easier to summon primals. Those are the a metaphor of the primals responding to the people calling out to them. And this is going to be the appearance of the primals. But we never got an answer for it. Mm -hmm. And this gets tied up with an answer that we got from Koji. Um, when I was first writing the rise and fall of the white Raven, we like tagged each other back and forth a couple times in terms of how to phrase a couple things or what was going on. And back then, even we were talking a little bit about how whatever was at silver tier wasn't necessarily a primal or an entity or a being, but there was a force of some kind, a presence of some kind there. And we just never learned anything about it. Um, and then I just never mentioned it again because I was like, okay, cool. What? It, that's just not there anymore. Or we'll come back for it, Wh whatever. And then at one of the interviews we did in like 2018, I think it was that one, we, we a whole bunch of questions got brought, brought back around to, oh, that was connected to that presence that was there. And I'm like, oh, are we talking about this out loud? 
Like, <laughs> we, we talk about <laughs> this on the record? Right. Is this on the record now? We can talk about this? Is he, is he trying to make us talk about the presence? Is this some kind of grand master plan to, like, Gaius <laughs> lives the presence of Silver Tear Lake yeah. back into existence? Like, is this how we're going <laughs> to get it back? Um, so just as a joke, I mean, I got Gaius back, so... I have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Let's right. talk about the presence. Um, so yeah, we we just really want to know what was there. And are they related? How is the presence related to the primal explosion? What was the primal explosion? What is the presence? like? You so talked about this earlier, <laughs> thinking that maybe the entrance to Pandemonium was yeah. that, mm -hmm. that crystal area. Mm. And yeah. frankly, if, mm -hmm. if our uh, ideas about La Habrea's junk being all hidden... Mm -hmm. uh, that's a weird phrase. La Habrea's creations being trapped. <laughs> that is a big robe. <laughs> okay, oh, La Habrea's creations being trapped in pandemonium. Right. Um, if you if you blow part of that open, then maybe some primals come out. Right. You oh, know he did invent Ifrit. Mm -hmm. Did you? Do and... I need to give you another gold star? <laughs> I mean, that's... I mean, I'd like one, but <laughs> that's exactly what I've always been thinking. He is the template creator, and we they are just applying it in an mm. imperfect form, right? Now, was that the memories? Because we know that memories can be stored. Was that a release of this memories into being? Did they never summon Ifrit before that? Because they couldn't know how to? How would that even work, right? That was, you know, like... I'm remembering like early, early yeah. on in the very beginning, that was one of the theories that I had was we knew that primals were tainted. They were right. tainted memories, tainted ether. You couldn't get rid of ideas. You couldn't get rid of tempering. You couldn't get rid of the waveform that they touched. If you're standing next to them when they die, that imprint is on you forever. So mm -hmm. was the seal just on a collection of ether of that, like all the tainted stuff just pulled into one pool? I forgot all about that. Right. You know, it's that story in which they talk about Ifrit and the wine and, you know, blah, blah, or the grapes, right? Like, as soon as you see that and you see, you know, Ifrit's and, and Titans and copy and pa copy paste it, but then how was anything summoned before that? Were those ones that he didn't contain, right? Because, you know, that, that first primal that they encountered in the burn, obviously way before Silver Tear. So... Like, and that's where I've always been, because I love Summoner, I love the idea of it, I no. love the way that it's presented, right? And the reason you can summon these things is because you've been kind of tainted by the Aether. But you had to have the idea. Then where were they released back in the Allegan times? Like, because Ifrit was around back then, mm. from what we know. Like in the, in, like in the Belias form? Yeah, like yeah, like Belias okay. form. Uh, because apparently they looked similar if we look at the quest yeah. they didn't just like recycle that eggy yeah exactly so that's where that's where i've always been thinking like those release it's kind of uh, the summons that were released from silver to lake in whatever way was it just the idea of them and now that it's out in the open you can't stop it now they can be resummoned forever i would love that personally you know, you know what it was is, is they 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 broke the seal on silver tier and it's that it's that thing you know like with like patents and copyright where like after like mm -hmm. so many years like they just become like free use <laughs> <laughs> public domain primals yeah 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 there you go well it reads now in the public domain yes um 
<laughs> I'm going to adjust our question from chat real quick. Wasn't mm -hmm. the burn having any primal just a total lie? Possibly. Maybe. Um, there's one primal in the wind, and we don't know where it is, and it seems like it might be in Eorzea. Um, we knew... Gosh, I'm trying to think of like what order we learn the information. We right. knew that one of the reasons Garlemald was so cautious with the invasion of Eorzea is because there was knowledge of primals from Author. They had seen the destruction of primals in Author, and we made the assumption there were primals in Author. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was why wouldn't you? Um, and then when we got out there, we saw the burn. And the way they talked about it was that Solus never, or we never actually saw any primals in Authored. What had happened was Solus pointed at the burn and went, that's what happens if there are primals. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they conquered Authored without running into those yet, and then came to Eorzea, and that's why they were so cautious, because Eorzea already had primals from 1562, and they had seen the devastation of the burn. There's also the existence of what we call the mysterious primal for short. Yes. And we have never gotten an answer on that either. I um, I, I want to apologize right now to our number 10 question to Lawrence. Um, I completely forgot about this primal. And I feel like that should be at number 10 now. Screw <laughs> Lawrence. Right. We didn't question even know about you a few months ago. We need to know what yeah. this damn primal is. Right. Question number 11 and or zero. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the mysterious primal? Right. So the original 1.0 site, when we were getting like 2010 previews, said that the march on Alam or from Alamigo to Mordona in 1557 was interrupted by the appearance of a primal. And it was written so ambiguously, we don't know what year it took place yeah. in. The first primal that we know of is 1562. So if this primal is summoned in the gap between 1557 and 1562, we have the first known primal of the era. And mm -hmm. we had we know nothing about it, and it bothers us to no end. But of course, me working on precedent, I just have to assume it was one of the ones in 1562. It was after it was the first thing summoned after the Battle of Silver Tear Skies. But still, we want to know what it is. And we've asked. We've asked a couple times. And each time Koji's like, look, I just want to let you know, we do know who it is. It was planned all along. We're going to tell you someday. Mm -hmm. And we haven't gotten <laughs> yet. Right. So wait, wait. Isn't mm -hmm. Bahamut the first primal? Bahamut? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Bahamut was Bahamut? a dragon that they Yes, the original back. Bahamut, but yes, they the bring original. him back. It was a yes. primal. No, no, yeah, I mean well, the first the first primal of the sixth the astral era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, because it's yeah. like No, no, no. Yeah. I don't even know if Bahamut was the first primal right, ever right, right. before. Yeah. Like there should have been ones way before him because that's mm -hmm. how they got right. like they studied um etherochemistry. Mhm. Mm and then used that to investigate primals when they appeared late in the era. Yeah. So like, I don't even know who the first. Like, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna know. say it was Valefor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Valefor. You ready? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sure, big. Sure, sure. Big brain this right. We were talking about Hildebrand mm -hmm. earlier. Oh boy. <laughs> what if? What if both the first primal and the primal that the Garleans encountered was in Kidu? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Impossible, 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 yeah. impossible. Because, you know, we, yeah, we definitely don't know what the first primal was. We don't know much about Allegan era primals other than, yes, they did Bahamut dirty. Um, but they had summoners who could 
interact with primals. So there mm -hmm. are more. Yeah, there so. were. There are a okay. lot of primals, apparently, that we yeah. never see, that we never hear about, that are just out there in the world setting. Like, even if Author didn't have any and the burn was mm -hmm. the lie, let's let's assume that's true for a minute. Let's assume yeah. that they never actually saw any firsthand devastation until 1562. Even if that's true, we have the Ultima Weapon Project resurrected by the 7th Legion under Valens Vanvaro. And when those show up, it says in the journal, they've consumed Othardian primals. They've yep. consumed primals on the other side of the world. So there are primals that we don't even know the names of out there. Yeah, and they had to exist before Silver Tear. Or the Elzebardian. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, well, not all Denardian primals. <laughs> yeah, not all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's the interesting thing. So it's like it couldn't, it, it didn't contain every primal, but it did contain some, and specifically Ifrit, Titan, maybe Garuda, are these Laha Brea's primals, right? That's what I was trying to get to. Like, there are others, but these are his specifically, mm -hmm. the ones that he made. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, That's... there are more. So you, the, make the form, Fun. the form of Ifrit was not used prior, is what. You're yes, saying. that's what that's I was. Where... Yes, that's why we have Belias. That's where you were going. I'm sorry, mm. I shoved a tangent in there. Oh no, that's fine. That makes <laughs> that's, sense. That's, that's what we do. Fine. Yes, that's the way that we. That's the way that we operate because we can't get to these without all that, you know. Because we know La Habrea was masterminding a lot of the original plan. Yeah. Um, we like they even went out of their way to connect him to the one true confirmed overlord in 1.0, the Reaper. Um, oh yeah. So like the idea that he was the one messing around with all these elemental designs like Ifrita, um, mm -hmm. and was just like, yeah, this is my plan. I'm going to Eorzea this time. I'm going to mess up everything. And he's teaching them the elemental origins of the universe as his own creations. That's right. that's something he would do. Oh god. It's yeah. like. Classic tenured professor La Habrea. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like I, that... by the textbook I wrote. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's like it's like you get to that that final little lab area in like Ari Village, and you're like, oh, this is how it all connects. This is where it started. It's just like yeah, you have La Habrea's little lab underneath Silver Tier, and then oops, we blew it up. Now every everything Whoopsie. can get out. Oh well, that's fine. We'll we'll go and fix that in a little bit. And you know he really recontextualized that. He recontextualized it. He probably didn't even want it to land there, right? He was like, oh, shit, my crap. Oh, no, I got an idea. Oh, <laughs> shit, my I can crap. make this work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he speaks that way. He just does, right? Was a, the god symbol on the, the seal there at Silver Tear? Was that Thaliac? I don't remember. Originally, yeah, it was Thaliac. Yeah. Like it's originally, funny, originally, like 1.0, there was yeah. no symbol there. There was mm -hmm. like this oh. weird big golden key hole looking thing. And they yeah, removed okay. that when Yoshida came in. Oh, okay. I was just thinking, Thaliac's also the Charlian deity. Yeah. Oh no. Yep. Back to the Nautili. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna car we're gonna carve out the rest of that cave and it's just gonna be a spiral. Look, Rook's yep. not here to do it. Somebody's gotta <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Got to keep bringing it back. <laughs> it's just kind of, it's just a little funny. Yeah. yeah. Probably complete coincidence, but you know, who knows? Yeah. There we go. I think uh, anything else we want to talk about for Silver Tier? I think we pretty much covered it. Um, and answered nothing. 
Because we yeah, won't. Right? <laughs> That's not our job. Oh, our job is no, to ask we could, the no. question. If we could answer them today, they wouldn't have been on the top 10 answer we want in end Exactly. Right? Uh, we do, uh, I mean, obviously, right? These are just like the top 10, I mean, with, with the questionable Lawrence one now. Like that, <laughs> that primal, like, like I'm really, I'm like, I'm like, do I, do I like retcon this? And like, actually, I yeah. might. It's tempting. It's very tempting. Um, I mean, it would be in tune with what SC has to do sometimes when they make a mistake with their yeah, lore. That's true. That's true. That's true. We learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> I might. I think I might because we we do plan on publishing the list. So I'm. I'm yeah. I think I'm, it's fine. I, I think I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm sorry, Lawrence. I mean, we didn't we didn't know who you were anyway. <laughs> we're not gonna we're like. Well, the thing is, is like I. I think that answer is going to be part of this anyway. I think there's like a self evidence yeah. to Lawrence because the. I mean, I should, guess I should probably explain why to a degree, like. The Company of Heroes was big in 1.0. Mm-hmm. You were going to like team up with them at some point. They were these heroes that were out there. Like we were one quest line away from meeting them for sooth. Um they were going to be a big part of the Titan quest line. Yep. Um and we never got to meet them. We never got to join them, but the Company of Heroes was a big thing. And they were the ones who were fighting primals before anybody with the Echo realized that they were immune to them. They were just like this legendary group of mercenaries. And when we come back from the calamity into 2.0, they disbanded. They they yep. they saw that people were fighting primals, the world was going to end. They were just like, "Look, we've all suffered enough. We've given enough. We're disbanding. There's another way to do this." And we never met the commander. We never so the idea that the end of the world is here and we're learning about the commander from a short story says to me, "He's coming back." The company of heroes is coming back. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. Maybe I'm wrong. But... About it, no. If you think about it in terms of uh, the warriors of darkness, mm-hmm. they were a company of heroes, if you will. They did not disband. Sure. They kept working and they screwed up the first. Yeah. Well, you know, now this too... company of heroes was like, eh, other people got this. See you guys. You know, based and on source is okay for now. On what we heard from Yoshida, um, in our interview with the way that they're going to be handling uh, content with trust going forward. Um, right, and, you know, 6.1 is going to be a different arc, and maybe we'll say goodbye, mm-hmm. not necessarily in death, to some of the main characters who are du- trusts and dungeons. What if some of these new trusts are people from the Company of Heroes? That'd be fun, though. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. Really great. That would be fantastic. I- I want to spend a lot more time with the B team at the Rising yeah. Stones, like that whole crew. Like it's time for our people. Like we've learned everything we yeah. can about them. They've had this wonderful journey. I feel like we're shoehorning more development into them if we stay with them at this point. Give me some open world let trust them... with Hori Boulder. Let's go. <laughs> yes, like re- let them retire. Get Hori Boulder, Ochre Boulder, Enor yeah. Cockburn. Like get them all up in the main thing. Get them in the trust menu. Pull in the Company of Heroes. Like. I don't know, just something about the idea that, like, the world is ending, so this is it, all or nothing, and, like, there are going to be a lot of sacrifices. This seems like a time to bring back that Company of Heroes mindset from when we I hadn't even thought about that before this, but that, that, it feels so good, like, when we were talking about it, when we were talking about the stories, we were talking about, what if Lawrence is in the New World? The Company of Heroes said, Eorzea's got this, but they don't. 
let's go help them. What if we go to the new world and they have been adventuring and they have a Ooh. kind of forward base and we join with them? Sure. I mean, we're about to go to the moon. There's, I mean, we can find out that Eorzea, uh, Heidelin is a sphere. I mean, we kind of knew that. But we can also see the entire goddamn planet from up there. And we go, wait, what's that over there? That's a landmass we've never seen before. <laughs> right? I've like, got so many of... questions about whether Alog did that. Right. Exactly. Right. Because he was so caught up on Maricidia. Maricidia, right. Maricidia. And that's just fantasy Australia. What about fantasy the entire ass Americas? Right. Like, why, <laughs> why was that not on his to-do list? I had I, to yeah. be. I, I'm really curious, and, and I mean this, I'll, I'll try to keep this short because we could speculate on this for, for sure, sure. years. Well, maybe not years because the actual content would come out before we were done. Um, <laughs> we could speculate on it for three weeks. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 you know, that idea of the, the, the 6.1 arc, right? Um, mm -hmm. If it's going to be this big new grand arc, right? The idea of introducing something like that as mm -hmm. not an expansion Right. Because you think of like, oh, some big new story. Yeah. We're going to get all these new areas and stuff. It's like, OK, we're going to finish this and then we're going to start this new arc. But it's like in the, in the current areas. My mm. my big conspiracy on that is that between 6.1 and 6.5, we're going to be staying kind of put. And this will be like our quasi Eorzea 2 where right. we deal with all of the issues like we hopefully deal with the presence of silver tier lake maybe i don't know like does it get its own expansion does it need its own expansion i don't know but like that we stay at home for a while but we start pivoting to this place um and i do like i do think it's the new world just because again it, it sounds mm -hmm. so satisfying right. ffxiv is bigger than hydaelyn and zodiac there's a whole sure. new world of stuff right. out there to see like there's some thematic resonance in there that feels like something yoshida would do um and we just spent all of this time cleaning up every problem Lominza has in one like fell swoop. Yeah. We made peace with the kobolds. We made peace with the pirates. Everyone's ready to like take on this problem. So where are they getting ready to go? Where are these ships going? Yep. And I, if uh, we had the company of heroes with us. Yep. Yeah. I Who like the idea that Charles had that yeah. they're like at a, a forward base yeah. over mm -hmm. in Lake Thavnir or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I also kind of like the idea that maybe Lawrence is someone we've known the whole time. Sure. Just hanging out, watching, being like, yeah, you're doing good. Okay, bye. Who would you, who would you make I don't, him be? I don't Ooh. know. Mm. Uriante. Yeah. Lawrence is Uriante. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I knew you were going to say no. no. What's the name of the Rogadine with Leviabetus? Yeah, I know. I was thinking about him, too. Oh, uh, I was thinking of you, too. I was like, no, I hate that. He was the pretending whole the whole time. time. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. No, it's probably it's probably a um, a Midlander going by the name, right? Yeah, I would guess. Yeah. You know, you think about the makeup of Limsa, and it, it would kind of make sense in that way, especially with the naming. But It's Jesse. Jesse's his Lawrence. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it would have to be if we if we really go down this way and, you know, it's crazy speculation, but it's fun. It'd have to be someone that Merleweeb has never seen or has been sworn to secrecy by her because she's sure. seen the Scions, right? She'd be like, hey, Lawrence, what are you doing? <laughs> like, buddy, what are you doing with them? Or would she? I, I, could, I could definitely see there being mm. like a pact, like, all right, you can't yeah. talk about me anymore. I'm right? going to go over here. It's Tataru. Yeah, oh there you go. God. Oh my god, no. We finally Tataru, figured out. Tataru sucks at fighting. <laughs> yeah. It's all a ruse. Yeah. Um, 
I, you know, I, I wanted to add to, you know, talking about the idea of, you know, new arcs and, and areas. Um, I think something that, you know, Shadowbringers showed us, too, is that they can add new areas without it being, you know, like a huge new zone, right. too, right? We had, um, uh, not word. Turncliff. Turncliff. Yeah, Turn we had Turncliff. Yeah. We had, um, you know, we had uh, Gongos, you know, stuff like that. They could easily add, you know, a new world forefront base at 6.1 give us mm-hmm. some kind of Boja-esque content that just sticks us out in a field area in the new world and then just expand mm-hmm. on that entire continent in an expansion. They could very yeah. well do that. Please, um, my hopes, they are up. I didn't, I didn't even think there could be a Gango's situation. That's, a, that's clever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's 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 the top ten list. I think I think Lawrence is getting knocked down to eleven. I'm sorry, Lawrence. <laughs> I have been wondering about that primal for a long time. Um, yeah. But we did have you know way more than just these ten questions, right? Things that we've been wanting to to know for a while. Um, you know, obviously Rook isn't here, but you know, and we kind of you know mentioned this a few times, right? What's up with all the Nautilus imagery? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. that's the, that's it. What what what's up? Like what is this? What's what the is, deal with that? Yeah, um, I would I would even throw in there just the pot like we touched on this in several of them, so I don't feel like it really needed its own question. But what's mm-hmm. up with the hardest week? Like, hmm. nobody knows, man. Every time, Every time I just hear the words "heart of Sabik," all I can think about are two interviews that that we know. <laughs> Is our, our we did two interviews with Koji. One was like, "Hey, is the hardest to beak ever coming back?" He's like, "Oh yeah, totally. It's totally coming back. It's still a thing." And then years later, we're like, "Hey, so whatever happened to to, to hardest to beak?" He's like, "We brought it back. It was in the lyrics for the orchestra or for the orchestra concert." And I was like, uh, "Oh yeah, that sure." I <laughs> I will never I will never complain about an interview question not coming to fruition because I love knowing where their mind is at. Like right. remember oh, yeah. how long Yoshida was trying to get open world primals into the game and it was just so fun to think about and talk about and like maybe it's coming with to... the, the company of heroes in six point one. Like <laughs> I just you I don't I don't want to encourage Square Enix to look at these conversations and go, oh, well, maybe we should just keep our mouths shut. Like, I don't ever want that to no. be the response mm-hmm. to it. I love this stuff. So, like, what I take away from it is just like, what could Sabik have been that got pushed off the table for now? And what could it be when we get back to it? So, mm-hmm. I like, I, I do love that it's like getting interview questions, even if they don't come to fruition answered. Oh, yeah. Um, because now I'm thinking, like, I, I remember my big conspiracy theory, because he said it was coming back in the 3.0 era. Like, somewhere in Heaven's Word, right? And I, I still feel like, based on feedback from Coil, they adjusted how Omega played out so that it could be part of the main scenario. And that that's why that felt like it came kind of out of nowhere, out of left field. That Omega got tied up with Shinryu in the eyes of Nidhogg and like all that other kind of stuff. I think originally there may have been a plan that Omega was not an alien and it was going to be where they plug in the heart of Sabik and go mm. again. Like there, there's a lot it of stuff that be. we never, yeah, yeah, we never, we just, I don't know. So like, even though we never got an answer and it's still on our question list like 10 years I mean, later. Yeah, I mean, still, we, we know we know there's I'm happy some, we talk about it. We, yeah. we know that there's that that new model for Omega. Maybe that's not our Omega. Our Omega, in theory, 
is gone. But maybe. Well, yeah. Someone, someone shoved the heart of Sabik into OMG. Yes. yes. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no. That's where OMG skittered off to. Alpha and Omega have found the heart of Sabik. Yep. That's cute. Gonna, I yep, want this to be a go. thing now. It's so bad. <laughs> As for the um, the Nautilus stuff, well, yes, the imagery is found in both uh, Amaratine and uh, Charlene stuff. It's also it's 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 a science thing. It's an art thing. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a nature thing. It's mm-hmm. it's there, and these strong minds would probably both have uncovered it. So it could be a coincidence. It would probably be more fun if it wasn't a coincidence. But it absolutely right. could just be. You know, this is a pretty design, and we wanted to use it. Oh, it's total. It's all intentional. <laughs> Everything put, is put, on I'm purpose. I'm putting on my my rook my rook hat. Oh, it's all intentional, <laughs> and I'll and I'll tell you why in the next five hours. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> we we do we do still plan on on doing a, a Lorecraft Nautilus episode at some point here. Hope hopefully mm-hmm. before the expansion comes out. Um, but we're running out of time. Like we I'm said, so busy. We're, we are less than I'm a month gonna, out. So I'm not even going to try to come on that one. I am going to get a bowl of popcorn. I'm going to put my feet up. I need you guys to just wind Rook up and let her go. <laughs> It'll definitely happen. I'm uh, gonna like. I'm gonna watch that one with a big smile on my face. It'll be, it'll be good. I'm excited. Um, Moose, one of your questions. What about Morris? Yeah. First off, to to let our our listeners know and and me, because because who I, what who is Morris? What the hell? What who what? Okay. Um. This is like a a snowballing curiosity. Morris was a character in 1.0's Conjurer Quest line. He was a true wildling, someone who was claimed by the elementals and manipulated in every way like he was seemingly from ishgard um his memory had been wiped he had been told to just go to the conjurer's guild because the elementals talked to him so now that he's a hearer he'd be accepted there and every time he tries to leave the wood the elementals show up and are like nah go back Mm -hmm. and so he was really cool and we never really touched back on him. But the reason I say what about Morris is because his fate was tied to that of a rock in the shroud called Amber Scale Rock. Mm. And the rock was talking to him. The yeah. rock was telling him to go back to Ishgard. And I thought like, well, they kept it in the game. They didn't delete it. Like, do you remember all the little totally not Tonberry looking things that were around the Gelmoran ruins that were made of the same stuff as Amber Scale Rock? They got rid of those. They deleted mm. those. Why is mm. Amber Scale Rock still here? So I was like, I was so sure that the elementals just bound a dragon in that rock and broke its connection to the duty was manipulating and that we're going to get a really cool story there in the Heavensward era. And we never talked about Amber Scale Rock again. So, yeah. That's 6.1, Amber Scale Rock. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why'd you you leave the rock in the game if you're never going to do anything with it? You're killing me. And it ties into things that we still don't know basically anything about. Elementals? What Mm -hmm. the hell? And dragons. What? Why? Dragon mind control we barely yeah. touched on in Heaven's Word too. Like we know it's possible, but it wasn't yeah. a great thing to explore in that expansion per se. Yeah. But like dragon mind control is how Thornton really died. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, give me a little bit. 
Yeah. Come on. You know, Memento if... Morris. <laughs> oh my god. This was all in service of that, wasn't it? No, we've been using that as a hashtag for okay. a little bit, but like okay. nobody who played 1.0 cares. So yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was you actually, know. That was actually one of one of my questions: is what the heck are the elementals up to? Right. Yeah. Where'd they go? All we have is that after uh, the moon fell, after Bahamut screwed stuff up, the elementals were like, "Ah, I feel weak. I'm gonna go hide." That's all mm -hmm. we know. And that that maybe Morris got to go home. Yeah. The elementals were keeping him in the forest. They're weak. They're hiding. He's like, I'm going to Ishgard. Screw you guys. Yeah. Have we have we looked through like the bubble text of the people and like in like in like the, the the brune or like foundation? Is there just like a guy just sitting there? He's like, my name is Morris. <laughs> like, is <laughs> I'll find out. <laughs> As you're looking, I mean, yeah, the elementals are not a mystery tied to Highland or Zodiac. They have literally nothing to do with them. Yeah. And or I would do love they? that we get, yeah, right? They look mm. like them. They look and the same. They're the why, same shape. Why are they only in the 12s, Wood? We're about to learn about the 12, right? Like, mm. are they somehow related? I don't know. It doesn't make any They're sense. Witness. Now that you've said it, if there's not a bunch of them in the raid, I'm going to be like... Right, you know. <laughs> <big> bad, as <laughs> the they went and hid. They went and hid in the raid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's if, like if, the shards and this, is, this thing. is my one question yeah. that i was like i really want this on here fusion's like now we gotta talk about uh lauren's uh, <laughs> wow and then in block her hands no, and Lauren got booted in the end yeah. <laughs> yeah and then they're in there i'm just gonna be like <laughs> vindication uh, uh, but, but yeah but, i don't know I'm, I'm interested in that uh and that ties directly into the the stone thing because that the elementals had stuff to do with the stone. I couldn't remember, but you did. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. the Green's Wrath. That, that's not yeah. happening anymore. Everybody does whatever they want in the forest now. Is that going to turn around and, and screw some things up? Is that going to... Yeah. I don't know. I kind of hope so. Yeah. I mean, like we said uh, to you, I mean, there's so uh -huh. many questions. Um, yeah. That You know, that's why we're spending some time to go over some of the the ones that didn't make the the top 10 just i mean there's a lot of really good questions the child watching the burning house look on zen's face yeah <laughs> just <laughs> with, the, with the elementals that was good <laughs> with, with lauren's dead on the lawn yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> we found him he's dead yeah, yeah and he's gone um turns out it didn't matter at all yeah, one one question that I had, and I, I, I uh -huh. it's it's one of these interesting things where I don't I don't remember this at all. Um, but my wife right. had gone through and replayed the MSQs for for everything, and there's a cutscene in 2.0 at the quicksand where Alice seemingly has like an attendant because she like gets up and walks off, and this guy is following her like oh like Mrs. Lavier. And that's like the only time, like, I, I don't know. I don't remember that at all because they come into Eorzea and they're by themselves on the carriage. But did they like actually have like some like retainers? Yeah. Yeah. Like wh what? All right. What are what are our bets? Like, do are we doing he died because she went like on that road trip to like carriage wreckage and yeah. red mage training or is this dad like cutting off her allowance because she's interfering in the history of it <laughs> could be i think it, yeah i, I think couldn't it's afford my attendant lines. anymore 
Yes, I think it's along yeah. those lines. Uh, she she started doing stuff and basically throwing the uh, ideals of Ish. Or, oh wow, I'm so sure of Charlian back in everybody's face over there. And this guy who is also Charlian is kind of like ah, I gotta go. I, just, I can just <laughs> see like like these these servants being like, you know what? You couldn't pay me enough to keep doing this. Yeah, <laughs> just like. <laughs> He came to the opposite conclusion. <laughs> Louis Wall was wrong. This place yeah. isn't worth protecting. I'm out of here. I've got yeah. a food. In On the second oven. thought, tis a silly place, and they just went back to Charlie. <laughs> like, nope. I think it would have been it would have been great if those those models were used in in the uh, the Love of Your Manor. That would have been that's yeah. a missed opportunity. Square, you oh, still man. have time. Oh, you still have yeah. time. I haven't seen you since the. Quicksand and Aorzea. Well, I don't remember what the attendant looked like, so you definitely need I think to like, get a screenshot of them. One of them was, them so one of them was a Rogadin, a male Rogadin, I believe. <laughs> but I would have to, I it's have one of those no things idea. I'd have to go back and check because I certainly don't remember it happening. But yeah, it's, uh, man, I wish I had more time to go through and play everything because I'm sure there's lots of little like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? There's just. There's so many mysterious forces that we have to get to the bottom of. Ah, I felt like uh, some of the questions that I came up with probably have answers. I know. Like, we, we... did the Ishgardian Church undergo any kind of reform? Probably. I imagine maybe. Or is there some sort of political red tape? Who knows? Oh, it's... you mean as of right now? Yeah. I know it's been uh, talked about. I can't. Yeah, in the um, in the side story. Uh, the side story in which um, side story. oh I, the the tales of the twilight oh. tales of the twilight okay. uh, the one about Amric and uh, Artoriel yes Artoriel uh, Fortan remember it was uh, it starts with them casting a vote in the throne room so That's they've right. reformed to a democracy at the very least of some sort of representative something or other. Um, so that was in that story where Artorial looks at the throne and then he remembers back when he met Amaric. Okay, so that's that's more the government than the church, but I guess yeah, the, well, the church kind of the is... church from the government in yeah. a way. Yeah, it, they've been separated completely. It looks like from there because all of the nobles were like, "This is really weird that we vote on things instead of the church telling us what to do." Like they yeah. say it in the story. Mm. So somewhat. Uh, the fusion wow. and I spent a while, and then Moose came in and helped with uh, what's the crystally thing in the cave in the northern steps? It's the the crooked something crooked house, coin. House of the crooked coin. The crooked oh coin. yeah, yeah. And they uh, used that something related to the wall we put up. It was yeah. well, they they used they, it to help uh, deal with the aether um, for when the Allegans lifted Az's law. Yes, mm -hmm. but yeah, there was like in Talamid too, if I remember right. Yeah, um, the thing that got me with that explanation was like that they just shoved it there. That that was like our cork they shoved there to block the right. ether to the burn and raise yeah. mm -hmm. Talamid and Azislaw. The cave, like before, I had that explanation. The cave looks suspicious to me. It looks like it's made out of dark crystal. The stones yeah. look like they're serpents. I was so sure this was connected to Zodiac somehow. So. Yeah. As much as I was like, yeah, we know what that is. Do it we? might do, <laughs> we, do we? Is that like again, like if the hardest to speak is his shard from the thirteenth, is that his shard from the source? Right. Well, the, I mean, the other thing is, is that why uh, it's got so much energy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yastola explains all of this mm -hmm. and how they can like maybe use it to to help uh, put up that wall that they're trying to put over mm -hmm. by the burn. Uh, but then at the end, she's like, it's strange that it it's blocking Aether, but also right around it is the opposite effect. I wonder what that's all about. Who knows? Whatever. Next cutscene time. <laughs> it's like, okay, so. I gotta go make fun of Little Sun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm very suspicious that we haven't seen the last of it. Oh, um, yeah. But mm. if, but like you said, like, if this is the end of Hydaelyn and Zodiac, now's the time. Right. So like, as... I'm caught between we should and shouldn't be thinking about the crooked coin. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, right outside it's, of it it's is one of those rise, things so. where they they yeah. they so. said enough things about it that they could never touch it again. You're like, oh yeah, that's just what it was, and whatever, that's fine. But like, also right. like anything could always be something else too. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What was it that made the Allegan uh, research into tempering stop? But no, like, what really? Like, we know yeah. that they stopped. But why? Why? That guy was like, nah, nah, we don't need that. But why? Who made him stop? Right. Again, there's, like, nothing to talk about here. No, <laughs> at all. At all. Like, <laughs> but it's like, but why really? What's the they real were reason? The, they were the foremost experts on primals and tempering. And how to use primal it's energy like, for other things, like yeah, it's why, like it's yeah. like big oil coming and being like, you don't need to do research into solar panels. Yeah, <laughs> it's like don't worry about it. We have an understanding. It's not going to help you. Just move yeah. along. Thank that's, you. That's another visit on our time travel expansion, Emmett Selk's greatest hit store. There yeah. You go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would you say that they can say with a straight face that the story of Hydaelyn and Zodiac are over if we still delve into Alligan or Alleg afterwards. Knowing what we know about them being basically formed and helped along about by Emmett Selk, is that disingenuous to say that the story's over if we delve into Alleg after the fact? I don't I don't know. I mean, I, think, I don't think so. You know, we we talked a little bit right uh, specifically about the Asians, right? Mm -hmm. Um if who knows, right, what's going to happen with the end of, of Endwalker, right? But, like, in theory, right, if we kill, like, Zodiac and then Heidelin is is gone, right? Yeah. Like, Aziz Law will still be there. Yeah. You know, Heaven on High will still be there. All these things will still be there. It's not like they're going to disappear. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Imagine I think... if they did, though. Imagine if, like, we killed Zodiac <laughs> and the crooked coin just dissolved. Like, do yeah. And then as he's law, boom, like right yeah. into the ground. I mean, there's nothing in the burn. It's, it's just drop right there. It's fine. That's why they moved Tiamat out of Oz's law. They didn't want to kill her with Oz's law. Oh. There we go. We got it. Boom. Oh. Again, again, it's it's just like Age of Ultron. You got to kill oh all God. the Asians before Oz's law yeah. drops. Uh, oh boy, what even is this podcast? Um. <laughs> And then, like, I had a couple more, but I guess the last one that I, I want to mention, which is is more just, like, almost weird theory craft, I guess. Um, are the artifacts, like, the mirror used to form Tsukiyomi limited to the Far East? And we know that they're just uh, really Aether-infused artifacts, they're, right? They're, if I'm, if uh, keys, right. I believe, was the term we've, we've been using. Stuff like uh, Tube Samadhi. Um, uh, there was something else. The horn is, is that like 
Is that like an in-house thing I've missed? Are we equating those now? Do I, I mean, have no idea. Should should we not be? This is, this is just my <laughs> question. As I've I've kept them in separate baskets just because like the the Kojin artifact had been prayed to and worshipped so much that it was infused with the spiritual, fanatical, whatever you want to describe it, side of the ether that is used to summon primals rather than the corporeal crystalline stuff. Mm. Um, the keys seem to be part of a set of something we never revisited again. Um, okay. Even even the one, like you'll, you'll notice that Tupsamadi looks nothing like the one that the Sahagin had. Um, while Tupsamadi looks exactly like a set of stabs that just everyone had in 1.0. Sure. Um, so the question is, if if the one that the Rotano Blood Cant Stone was on is the authentic key, um, and those horns are the authentic horns, what was that set? And until I have that answer, I don't like loop them into anything That's else. Because what if what if those were something specific from a time like? That we're going into Endwalker and have not touched on the keys bothers me a little bit. Mm. But it also feels like they don't ever want to touch on the keys again because Tupsamadi was a very common staff and they were just like, yeah, that's one of those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that could be. So, yeah, my, my assumption is that these artifacts were just really Aether infused from having been worshipped and whatnot. Um, I bet there are lots of objects like oh, that out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so not just in the Far East, probably in Eorzea. Do we think that maybe this is related to Odin's sword in some way? If you depends infuse an object on, enough, does it become its own thing? Depends on what you want to believe about Eureka. Um, like sure, Eureka, yeah. Eureka tried to claim a lot of things for itself, including Odin. Mm -hmm. And there's this like little devious part of me that's hoping Zantetsukin actually predated Eureka. And right. that when they summoned Eureka, they were just like, more of those, please. You know, like, um, but <laughs> that's just a weird little gremlin that doesn't want it to claim Odin for some reason. Yeah. Um, but like the lore that that or the real world lore that inspires that is based on kind of like the Japanese folklore worldview. Right. Mm -hmm. And that same worldview was the foundation of Gridania. Originally, Gridania is based on an ancient Shinto polis. And the more you know about Shinto, the more sense Gridania makes, like even down to their weird sort of xenophobia. If you know enough about Shinto, it's not quite xenophobia in the way you think it is. I could probably fill an entire episode with it, but <laughs> that's like pre-Buddhism Japan, like before mm -hmm. the 500s. And then the, the problem is we then went to Japan, Japan in the Edo period in the Far East. So that became the place with all the kami. The elementals were supposed to be the stand-in for the kami, and we mm -hmm. just never touched them again, and then we went and found real kami. So <laughs> now that's all up in the air, and I don't know what to believe about it, but I believe that like if, they, if they're both rooted in the same worldview, I bet some of those objects are in Gradania. Yeah. It'd make a lot least. of sense. Yeah. It all comes back to elementals. I mean, yeah. you know, there's the Kojin... They have a bunch of these, at least in their approximation, right? There's mm -hmm. a bunch of these items with something going on. So, yeah. Kill Spirit of the Wood Primal 7.1. Yeah. <laughs> Oha Soak returns. <laughs> Nobody played the 1.0 White Mage story. Okay. I, it's, <laughs> it's funny because 
I did. That was one of the last things that I was doing as I flamed the heck out of 1.0. As I was like, I am, I am done completely. So I, I remember the trappings around it, but heck, if I remember anything else, like I was so mad about the fatigue system that I left, and then I came back yeah. for like just stuff like that, and then I was like, I'm done. It's it's better, it's, but I'm just done. Isn't it funny that the rested system is basically the fatigue system, but we see it like entirely different, right? I oh, the importance yeah. the importance of framing and marketing, man. I could I could fill a podcast about <laughs> my feelings about the the fatigue system as it came out as like a, a developer, and it kind of beside design, I was like, this is the stupidest thing that I've ever seen in my life. What are you doing? But that's okay, because we learn from those mistakes. We talk about how we love to see Square Enix so open and transparent about things. Yeah. Part of that is because of the fatigue system and how exactly. it came across back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We and weren't then, trying to trigger loss aversion, but... Yep. God, I'll never I'll never forget Tanaka coming out and being like, yeah, like all these people are talking about things. You don't understand what's going on. It's like, well, then maybe you should explain it to us. <laughs> like... Uh, anyway. Like the elementals. Yeah. Just like the elementals. Uh, <laughs> any other runner-ups to the list that we wanted to throw out there? I think I'm going to throw out an answer. Okay. I just have my like, silly one left. Yeah. I don't know about questions, but I have your answer. Um, Morris's name is not mentioned once in all of A Realm Reborn Plus. Um, oh. but his, name, his name is in the character creator. Oh. Huh. <laughs> Poor little guy. So there you go. Better than dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's he's, 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 he's chilling up, he's chilling up there with my boy pissed pirate. Rest <laughs> 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 uh, right. easy, God. <laughs> uh that is going to do it for us then for this week. Um Moose, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you on. Always an honor to even be invited. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in like my new my new halfway completed stream space where you've slowly got to watch me descend into darkness throughout the show. The, yeah. the natural lighting went away. Well, we delved in into the, the question. Yeah, we're get, just getting into the mood for pandemonium, man. Just yeah. There you go. yeah. <laughs> slowly sinking down into the I'll, earth. I'll get a La Habrea mask next. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. If you want, you can find me, uh, all the things as Raffelderg, uh, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Zen, where can they find you? How what up? Uh, Zinesia underscore A is my Twitter. Strawberry Bop is my Twitch. I don't do anything on there right now, to be honest with you. And plus one shot. The one is the number, uh, is our YouTube. Uh, and actually another, um, Twitch, uh, tonight we're doing a show at 10... 10, 10 p.m. Eastern-ish. Mm. If you want to watch us play D&D. It's a, this one's a Diablo-themed game. Diablo 2. Yep. I'll do network. Can they find you? Only here. Next. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but really, only here. And uh, Aldi and O on Twitter. Sometimes I post from time to time. I know I know that we've, we've talked about OnlyFans. Is that is that still yep. happening? Still working out the the cadence of releases. You know, I want to I want to record a lot first so I can give you because I'm just busy, right? You know, I don't have time to sure. run an OnlyFans with all the other social media stuff that I do. So I gotta get the videos first, and then I'm gonna cut them up and then put them on OnlyFans. Definitely watch that space. 
Uh, every time you know you you think about me, just go to OnlyFans, look up Aldi, and I'll see if I'm there yet. <laughs> I was a little disappointed you, you didn't say you were working out the kinks for your, your OnlyFans. <laughs> I think that no, I'm working in the kinks for that. The- <laughs> uh, I have to figure out which ones. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I just didn't know what was going on, so I tried yeah. to keep a straight face for that entire thing. <laughs> You're like, just like every time you think of me, think of OnlyFans. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. This is a. It's 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 a bit. It's a thing we we do every week because he it's he gonna only have has, to happen now. I now mean, y'all get to see my poker face when I'm not in on something, but I have thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Moose, where can people find you on the internet? I don't even know anymore. Uh, at AnaniMooseXIV on Twitter. I'm usually in the forums lurking around. Gamer Escapes Discord. Every Discord with a lore room that I can get yeah. my hands on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to attempt streaming just like every now and then casually. Um, the Twitch is on well, like in the corner you see here. Um, mm-hmm. If you see that. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I think. It's uh, A-N-W-Y-L-L, because mm-hmm. yep. they can't see it. They can't see it? Okay. They cannot. No. Um, all right. If you want to contact us, like the show, like the cumulative us, you can email us, Radio at GamerEscape.com. You can tweet at us at Radio, And, of course, you can find us on all of the things, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, Discord.gg slash GamerEscape. Um, once again, Moose, thank you for joining us. Um, thanks, thanks for everybody for me. tuning in. Uh, next week, uh, if you missed the first part of the show here, uh, everybody else is going to be hanging out and I'm just going to be over here by myself. So, no show next week. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we... be, uh, at a con in Texas, Oni Cotton. If you're in Texas or already plan on going, um, Rook Aldino and I will be there. She will be doing um, panels, and I will be doing cosplay and mascotry, and Charles is going to hang out, have a good time. We'll probably be yeah. doing uh, three of us a panel together on 14. Oh, God, Chet's asking for a solo fusion show. I don't know what the hell I would talk about. <laughs> if, I'm being, if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't know what that would It would be awful. It would be an absolute disaster. Maybe I'll stream on my personal. We'll see. I'm not there promising anything. Um... All right, that's going to do it here for us this week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will see you back here in two weeks.